Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest is someone who is a multifaceted creative, has been featured in publications like Vogue, El Grazia, and is one of my closest friends. And I'm so excited to record this episode with her in Brooklyn, in her apartment. It is Maria. Hi. Hi, Maria. I'm so excited to be here right now because I- I'm genuinely a fan. <laughs> Like, even though I've been friends with you for however many years, like, I'm a fangirl for this podcast. That makes me so fucking happy because I feel like if you hated it, you would definitely tell me. Yeah, or, like, I just wouldn't really talk. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, good for you. Like, oh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I really liked it. No, but, like, I, like, genuinely love it. So, thank you you for having me. Oh my god, literally, like, as soon as I, like, decided that I wanted to do a podcast, I immediately, like, was like, Maria, you're going to be on the podcast, like, you have no choice. Yeah, and I was like, duh, and then after I listened to the first episode, I was even more pumped, I was like, oh my god, yes, (laughs) this is gonna be so fun. So, no one has to worry about me, like, having her, like, at gunpoint or anything like that, right, but this is voluntary. Yeah, 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 she's consenting to this happening right now. Um, so we actually were just kind of like going through and like talking about like the things that we wanted to like discuss. And we like came up with something that I thought was really interesting that no one really knows. Maria's name was not always Maria. Yes. I mean, I definitely spoken about this, like probably on like Instagram live or something before. Yeah. So some people might know, (laughs) Okay. but it's not common knowledge that I was born Alia Adnan Al-Sadiq. So it was just... Alia was my first name, and yeah. my dad's name was my middle name. There was no Maria in the mix at all. And then how did Maria, like, come um, about? So basically, just two weeks after I was born, my mom was just like, fuck this name. She didn't <laughs> like it. She was like, I don't want... I just, she's not Alia. She so just she, changed her mind. She just started calling me Maria. And so, like, legally, my name was Alia. Yeah. There was no Maria involved, but, like, everyone called me Maria. And, and it, we only legally changed it when I got my first passport like one summer before I went to Lebanon when I was like a little kid. Oh my God. And they went and like legally changed it to Maria Alia Adnan Al-Sadiq. But I also just feel like Maria Alia just like sounds like... I know, but it's like not Alia. Maria Alia. Maria Alia. Alia. I can't even do an Ayn. Like look at me like trying. Mar- I can't. Maria Alia. Oh no, not Maria. Not Maria. Maria. I can't. <laughs> I have a lot of people call me that. Like there, Yeah, there's a lot of Marias out there. Uh, or like Medium. Like my Tata calls me Medium. She calls you Medium? Yeah, like I don't think she like, knows Like straight my up name. Medium? Like, yeah, I think she just thinks that's my name. I mean, honestly, my grandma, like literally my name is Noor, which is the easiest name in the entire world. Totally. She spells it wrong all the time. Called me Noura. I'm pretty sure she thinks oh, my wow. name is Noura. Maybe it's a Tata thing. Yeah, it's like a Tata thing. It's like, I see that that's your name, but I'm going to like go ahead and like give you another name. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's just a little fun fact about my name. Um, but yeah. That's why, hence my Instagram name is Maria Alia. Yeah. Because that's part of my name. Yeah. And I mean, it is technically... I think some people think I like just made it up to be cute. They're like... Yeah, you thought that. I kind of thought that you made it up. No, I've had other people say that too. This bitch who like is just like fucking making up Yeah, because like usually Arab people don't have middle names that are not their dad's name. But is your middle middle name technically still like your dad's name? It's Alia Adnan. So there's two. It's really extensive and long for no reason. Wow, your name is very long. Yeah, like on my passport and my... Usually people are like, wait, which one's the last name? Because there's literally four names. Maria, Alia, Adnan, Osadik. I feel like that makes you sound like more official. And there's also like a dash between the Al and the Sadiq, so they're just like mind blown. They're like, "What the fuck is I know, this name?" I know. Like when that dash is there, it just makes it like, yeah. "Whoa, this is like a lot of things happening." Yeah, nobody, they don't like it. Um, so Maria and I actually like met in. Well, we like. Okay, do you want to tell the story of how we met? Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll like touch on it briefly. Okay. 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 I love how when we were okay. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> I was about to ramble, but um. Okay. So I think it was it was definitely in the year 2012 yeah. where I was on Twitter. And, like, I honestly, at this point, so I was on Instagram as well, but, like, I didn't really, I followed a few other Muslim girls on Instagram, yeah. but there wasn't that many at the time. 
Um, and then, or like not that many that were public. And then on on Twitter, I literally didn't follow any Muslim people on Twitter. I yeah. think I think I just had like my high school friends and like my college friends because it's like I was in college or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know how I stumbled upon a tweet of yours, and I don't even remember what it said. It, but was, it was fate. It was something funny as hell, and I just like didn't really know many. I mean, no shade to hijabis in <laughs> Alabama, but I didn't know many funny hijabis. Yeah. Or like cool, clever hijabis yeah. and so I was like oh who's this girl and I clicked yeah. on her and you're like I remember your icon was like a photo of your heels with like balloons oh my god I remember that and picture. like honestly I didn't even know that you were hijabi at this point I just assumed you were Muslim because your name was Noor yeah yeah yeah, or yeah. whatever however you say it whatever the <laughs> fuck your name is yeah um so I was like oh my god she's so cool and then I started like scrolling on her Twitter and I was like wow she's so funny she's so cool she like loves the weekend she's so I'm not edgy. that cool anymore um I mean you are <laughs> And, and then, um, I found her Instagram yeah. and then I went on your Instagram and I just remember you had like an ASAP Rocky t-shirt yes! and it was like, whoa, mind blown because I guess maybe cause I, I grew up in a place where there really wasn't many Muslim yeah. girls. So I had an idea of Muslim girls that like, that they were all like maybe the few that I knew. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, she likes ASAP Rocky. Like yeah. I didn't know that like any other hijabi Muslim girls like liked ASAP Rocky. I still remember because like I had this picture and I was wearing an ASAP Rocky t-shirt, which that photo has since been archived oh, because no. it's like very embarrassing. But it's memory. It is. It, I kept it for the memes. Like the I didn't memes. delete it. It's I archived, archived it. But like she commented on it and she was like, and you like ASAP Rocky? Like <laughs> now I really love you. I was like a fan girl. I was like, yes. she's the coolest girl ever. And then. And you were like my dream friend because like. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Like I just okay. So I had like non-Muslim friends, yeah. but like none of them were even that cool. Yeah. And then I had Muslim <laughs> friends that were like, and, like not that people weren't cool, but just like didn't always like the same things as yeah. me or like. Oh my god! I'm saying like so much. I need to stop. No, it's fine. I see like all the time. Um, like 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 like. Like. Yeah, it was just like, oh my god, this girl is just so cool. I need to be her friend. And like the feeling was like like genuinely mutual because like I went back and like went through our old Twitter DMs. Oh yeah. And I was that like That was our first correspondence. Yeah, that we DMs. yeah, it was through Twitter DMs and I was like, oh my God, like I love the way you style this outfit. Like I love that you're like a hijabi girl and you have like really cool style because for me, like there's obviously like a large Muslim community in Orlando, mm-hmm. but like no one really was into fashion. No one really dressed that way. No one mm-hmm. knew how to like put together looks like that. So like I was also super excited to see someone else who was like yeah. kind of like me who also like dressed really well and like when I say kind of like me I mean like Muslim hijabi like yes. like her father like from ha- Palestine yeah, like more commonalities than you know your exactly average friend. which like you don't see that everywhere yeah. like and I feel like now it's a lot more common but like back then like it definitely it really wasn't, wasn't common and this is also like when social media was definitely way yeah like not the way it is now like, no everybody has a Twitter every well not yeah. everybody has a Twitter really but like everyone has an Instagram exactly and this was like back also when like Instagram just like started oh, it just started yeah yeah I was not even like really blogging or anything no. I was just like posting outfits here and there just yeah because same. I that's what I was wearing that like day. literally all we would like you and I both were just like posting like random outfit photos but like it wasn't like we yeah, were bloggers it was, like, mixed in with like family photos and yeah. friend photos and like random shit it and was, like brunch photos it was definitely not curated I didn't know what an influencer was I didn't know like, I don't even know that they existed I don't well, think they did there was like fashion bloggers there were bloggers yeah. but it was like strictly if you have a blog yes which we both started yeah that At, year yeah but we literally like I started but mine my was bl- a huge JK <laughs> like I feel like I started my blog like and then you started your blog like right after and it was like so exciting to me that like there was like someone else who was doing the same thing as me that like we could talk to you about things like you understood things like Mm -hmm. in a way that like no one else kind of like got and it was so nice to be able to like talk to someone who like kind of understood what I was going through and like 
I was just trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. I had no idea what the fuck I was but doing. But in my mind, you were, like, the coolest person ever that, Which like, is... had everything, like, figured out. I did not. So it's so funny to hear yeah. you say that. I, yeah. like, literally did not know what I was like, doing. I was just, oh, my God. Her Zara heels. Like, I remember <laughs> you wore, like, two different Zara. Like, they were the same shape, but they had two different colors. Yes, the turquoise and, and the blue like, ones and then the black ones. I was ones. like, this is iconic. I was like, go off, sis. And then okay, I remember I she, she had these, for saying that she right had these H&M, like, white wedges oh, yeah. that I had been yeah, stalking yeah. everywhere. I still love those. I, they got so beat up that I can't wear them anymore, but, like, they're iconic. They were, they were truly iconic, and, like, honestly, like, I remember going to, like, multiple H&Ms, calling multiple H&Ms to try to get them, and then I see this bitch, Maria, and she has them, and I'm just like, I don't know if I hate her or I love her, but, like, I think I love oh, her. God, I just, wait, I just remembered. What? Do you remember when we used to say it? Fed. We did. I don't know how that started, but we'd always be like, Fed. Yeah, we're really annoying. Also, there's this thing that we do when we're together. Yeah. We, what is it, vocal fry? We do vocal fry. Yeah, so basically our voices get more and more annoying and yeah. more valley, but like we don't. It's like subconscious. It's subconscious. Yeah. And we don't like it, but it just happens. And it's almost like a joke, but then it becomes reality. Exactly. Like I feel like we do it as a joke, but then it becomes like this thing that we can't stop doing. Absolutely. And then everyone wants to like fucking punch us in the face. Probably. Yeah. And like, I can't like, we film like a little Instagram story together and I have to delete it. Cause it sounds so obnoxious. Cause we're like, Hey guys, like we're just like hanging out here drinking yeah, coffee. And it's like half ironic, but then it's just like, but it's like subconscious at the same time. And like when I post Instagram stories like that, which it still happens to me all the time where like I talk with like vocal fry, mm-hmm. my sisters will actually like call me and be like, that was so annoying. You should probably delete that. Like, you sound so stupid. And I'm oh like, that's God. really mean. Why are you bullying me? Please stop bullying They're me. They're just telling you the truth. They are. Sisters tell the truth. And also, like, I just vividly remember, like, having a conversation with Maria and being like, I just don't trust girls who aren't close with their sisters. Yes. And that then, was, like, the moment where I was like, she gets it. Yeah, like, and then, like, literally in that moment, I was like, she totally gets it because Maria is, like, super tight with, like, all of her yeah, sisters. Yeah, I have three sisters. Yeah. And where you have four, right? Yeah, I have four sisters yeah. and a brother, and then you also have, I like, have one brother, brother as well. And, like, I just, I feel like a lot of times, like, girls, like, for some reason aren't, like, super tight with their sisters, and if they are, it's, like, one sister, yeah. not, like, all of them. And, like, when we say we don't trust them, it's not, like, I mean, obviously, it's situational, <laughs> like, there's great people who yeah, are yeah, close yeah. with their sisters, but in general, rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. If a girl Sometimes, is not friends with her sisters, like, how do you sketch. how do you expect her to be friends with, with you, you, right? Like, yeah. you can't even be friends with your, like, there's definitely extreme cases where some sisters might be just absolutely crazy. Terrible people, murderers. Yeah, get it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of times where it's like, wait, but why? Yeah, like, why aren't you, like, she's your sister, like, that's the best friend that you I could know. ever ask and, like, for. like, I play with my sisters consistently, but. All the time. But it's the type of thing where no matter what, like. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. That's literally yeah. exactly what it is. It's just, like, unconditional love. But, yeah, like, I just remember feeling like I connected with her like on so many different levels and I was just like dude this is gonna be my fucking friend and then Maria's family yeah Maria's family comes to Disney World in Orlando like I think like every year no I mean like it wasn't like plant like oh we have to go every year but yeah for a couple years there we just did yeah and like and like so she like messaged me I think on like Twitter and was like hey Nora like I'm coming to Orlando like we should meet up and I was, like, really excited. But then this was also, like, in the beginning of, like, kind of, like, the internet world days where yeah, I was, like... The, I don't think I had met anyone on... I, I had met, like, Nadia. Yeah. But, like, in a very public forum yeah. type thing. Exactly. Was, like, before that, I didn't meet anyone from the internet yet. And, like, we were supposed to, like, meet up for dinner. And I remember telling my sister, Reem, like, can you please come with me? Because, like, 
I don't know this girl. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, I was definitely not going to go alone either. Like I brought my sister Sarah. Exactly. She brought her sister Sarah like, too. Yeah, we didn't tell each other we were bringing Literally, we did not tell each other we were bringing our sisters. And then we just like show up at the restaurant. And we both have our sisters, which was like fucking hilarious. It was great. And, and then we talked about yeah. <laughs> being like, mm. Yeah. It could have been sketch, but... But then it was, like, so much fun because then, like, I got to meet her sister. She yeah. got to meet my sister. We, like, ended up, like, talking for, like, so long that we ended up going to my sister's apartment. Oh, yeah. And, like, we stayed up, like, so late just, like, hanging out at her apartment. Yeah. And, and that's like, when you know you click with somebody. Because, yeah. like, it doesn't always happen that way. No, and, definitely like, not. At, at the time, though, like, that was only the first few... Like, the first time I'd really hung out with exactly. somebody on the internet. So I assumed, like, damn, it's, like... When you meet someone from the internet, like, and you think you like them online, they're You never be, know. Well, I, I thought, like, after I met you, I was, like, I had such a pleasant experience. I thought that, like, everybody that I met me is going to mm, be, like, but we're no. going to hit it off. And, no, that doesn't happen. And then I shortly realized that yeah. that was not the Because there's definitely people I've met, like, online, and then I meet them in person, and I'm, like, you're a different person. Yeah, like, and, like, sometimes you just don't click with a person. Not that, like, they're a bad person no. or anything, but just sometimes you're... But your personalities don't vibe. And Not at all. Just what it is. And it's like so hard to like when you're like talking to th- someone like through text or whatever to like kind of like yeah. figure out like who they are until you like interact with them in person and like and learn more about them and, and their mannerisms just... and just kind of like everything just kind of makes more sense in person. Mm-hmm. And like Maria and I just literally from the first time we met, we were like, okay, yeah, we're friends. Like, I know. And I feel like right now we're like, yeah, guys, we're such good friends. We we're are the perfect people. We're perfect. But like it, it honestly like. Oh my god, I keep saying like. It's okay. It honestly is like a rare is a rare thing for sure. That's the thing. That's and I'm grateful. I am too. Like I'm I'm like so appreciative like of it. One of my best friends. Exactly. Like even though like we don't live in the same state, like I feel like Maria and I still like will have phone conversations for like fucking five oh, hours. Yeah, every time. Do you remember like, one time we talked on the phone for six hours? I think it was seven. <laughs> <laughs> it was seven. It was, um, I think the phone disconnected at some point, and then we like, yeah, like we started, started a new call. And it's just funny because even at the end of the conversation, we just had to go because like there was actually like, life things that we had yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. It wasn't like we were done with. No, talking. we were never done with talking. And yeah. like, I landed like last night at like two o'clock in the morning. Oh god! And like, we literally went to sleep at we seven a.m. Because we would not stop fucking talking. We wouldn't, and we also like ordered pizza. It was just a whole. It yeah. Was great. It because was like, I hadn't seen her since like last September, yeah. which is like a really long time. And just kind of our tradition like to sit on a couch or yeah. sit on a bench yeah and like talk for talk all night yeah and like so maria lives in brooklyn now but when she used to live where did you used to live um upper west side upper west side there was like a bench outside of her house yeah it was actually right by levane bakery if you guys know levane bakery yeah like a bench there yeah usually during the day it's packed because you know that place is always packed yeah but like at night it's empty it's empty so we would just sit on that freaking bench yeah. and we would just talk for hours yeah. we called it our what do we call it? Our friendship bench? It was our friendship bench. Yeah. yeah it's our friendship bench. We have... So Sad if you see that bench, you can take a picture on it. It's our friendship bench. It's and a the, special place. It's a monument. It is. <laughs> we should, like, get a little plaque on it. You know how, like, some benches yes. have, like, little plaques? Let me see if I can buy the bench. Do we have to, like, die in order for there to be a no, plaque? No, I think you should, like, donate a lot of money to, like, the city or something. I'm not know? interested in doing that. Yeah, I don't think we're at the place in our lives yet, but maybe one day. Maybe we could, like, just get, like, a sticker. I mean, that could work. Yeah, just, like, put a sticker, like... Or we could buy a plaque and, screw and just it put in. it on. Is there, like, is that vandalism? No. <laughs> You're like, Maybe. no, like, no, I don't think so. No, no, no. no. Um, but so, yeah. yeah, so we basically, like, that's how we kind of, like, met each other. And, like, we both, like, like I said, we both started, you like. You said, like, like, 18 times. I know, I know. It's your fucking fault. But, yeah, we started, like, blogging around the same time. And, like, this is, like, a question that I don't think I've ever asked mm. you. But, like, why did you decide to start blogging? Okay, yeah. Um. <coughs> Okay, so Nora has a cough right now. Yeah, sorry. I tried to, like, cough away from the microphone. So, 
before I, like, I was even on Instagram, I used to, like, follow a few blogs. I used mm-hmm. followed, like, The Blonde Salad. Yeah, And yeah. Ami Song. And then, like, a fashion shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a few, like, Scandinavian bloggers who actually are really weird now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've completely changed. Yeah, they, they change a lot. Um, like, all of them. Why? Like, do you remember Style Scrapbook? That sounds so familiar. Yeah. I don't know. But She's, I, like, a completely different person now. Anyways. But, like, what's her name? Angelica Blick? Oh yeah, okay. I used to really like fuck with her, and then now I don't even know. I, I followed her because yeah, her content is literally just that revolve girl type content, which, which is, I'm just not inspired by it. It just it it's not something that resonates with me. Yeah, it really doesn't. But anyways, so yeah, I knew like I, I knew of blogs, yeah. and I was always interested in them. And when I got Instagram, it, I would say like a few months in, because my my profile was public, and I guess. Since there was just not that many people on Instagram, people were just finding people. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't even know where people found me. Yeah. But, like, I had, like, 250 followers. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. people would be like, oh, my God, where'd you get this? Where'd yeah. you get that? Like, in the comments. And then I remember someone being like, you should start a blog. Yeah. Or, like, whatever. Things like that. Oh, sorry. I just, like, had a weird, like, hiccup thing. <laughs> um, and then I I remember Hijab Fashion, that account, which at the time, oh, yeah. in 2012, had, like, 50,000 followers or something. Which, which was, is like, huge. Whoa. That's huge. 50,000 followers yeah. in... 2012 yes. is yeah it's like a million um they reposted one of my photos oh shit because i hashtagged hijab fashion amazing and i like immediately got like 500 extra followers and i was like whoa which is huge like and then i started getting a lot more comments about like you know my style and like how do you do your hijab mm-hmm. and and i would get comments about like oh you should start a blog so i was like you know what i'm gonna start a blog yeah <laughs> so i just like, got a blog spot and i think it was september 2012 oh my god i started on blog spot too yeah yeah um, and I would just post, I would like take photos of my outfits yeah. and just post them and like write a little whatever about it. Yeah. It was very basic. Yeah. I look back, a lot of it's embarrassing. Oh my God. Same. Like, um, like literally so I actually embarrassing. Deleted a few, um, oh my God. I, I deleted so many. Yeah. Um, well now I don't even have a blog, but it's fine. <laughs> I know. I looked at it the other day. It's more just kind of like, it's a, like a portfolio kind of just yeah, like yeah. about me. But I like it. It's cool. Cause I, I honestly just really wanted a place for people to be able to contact <laughs> me and to see like my press. Yeah. That's basically what it is. But, um. So yeah, that's how I started. It was it was honestly motivated by it because I never, like I was into fashion and yeah. style for honestly ever since I could remember. Like when I was a younger girl, I had a cousin who would always like her mom would buy her so many clothes. Yeah, and her birthday she would always have get like clothes as gifts, and I wanted that. Like I guess my mom just like didn't care. I wanted like toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like that's what normal kids want. Yeah. Um, but then anytime I would get clothing as a, a gift for Aid or my birthday, it was like the most exciting thing. Same. Like honestly, and like I same. think that's where it started. And I think also there, my mom has a story of when, and I, it's where I really remember it, even though I was only four, you know, and you sometimes like remember like, like weird, just a random, yeah, memory. vivid memory. It was like my mom had bought me and Camly, my older sister, these matching like, like flower print, like horrible nineties romper type outfits. Oh my God. But they were like jumpsuits. They were so, they were probably like, so fucking cute. Yeah. They're kind of cute. Yeah. But like. The, I mean, they're ugly, objectively. <laughs> but at the time... Yeah, yeah and they had, like, little... What is that? What is this? Collars? Yeah. Like, flip, frilly collars. Anyways, I remember Camly had it on, and then my mom was trying to put it on me, and I was screaming and crying because I didn't want to wear it, and I remember thinking it was so ugly. Oh, my God. I was four years old. I was like... I don't want to wear this! I was screaming, and I don't think she... I don't even think she put me in it, but, um... So, yeah, I've always had, like, a penchant. Yeah. Word. Yeah. I feel like that's a word. A Let's penchant, make it a word. Penchant for fashion. Yeah. For clothing and style. Um, so, it just naturally... So when I saw that other people kind of, like, liked my style, I was like, okay. Yeah. You care? I'm just going to post more. Exactly. It was really just for fun and, like, kind of a hobby. I was in college, and 
And then it, like, slowly turned into this. And, like, you were getting a degree at the, like, you were in college at the time. What did you end up getting a degree in? I got a degree in um, marketing management. So I got a BSBA in marketing. So in my school, there was, like, you could do marketing management or marketing something else. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember. But, yeah, I did marketing management. So for, yeah. So I have a bachelor in that. Uh, And then right after you graduated, did you, like, what, what did you, what was, like, kind of, like, your plan? Like, what is it that you wanted to do? So I originally thought that I wanted to be... Um, the CMO mm-hmm. of like a fashion brand. I casual, to be super the casual. Chief marketing officer, just casual. But at the time, I don't even know. Even though I went through college and all that, I didn't even really understand what being a marketing officer entailed. Yeah, and it turns out it's not exactly what I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but like at first, I like when I first graduated. I mean, as you know, also as a Muslim girl. Yeah. In the culture, you don't. General, you don't generally, what am I saying? Yeah, you don't generally move away unless you're married. Exactly. And I lived in Alabama. So yeah. there was no opportunities for like jobs or Absolutely even internships not. in anything fashion related. Yeah. Um, but I was, I actually re- applied to a marketing job at some like, one of those weird marketing things. It turns out it's like kind of a scam. Like the first <laughs> few weeks of work, you would have to sit in Costco and try to sell people what the products. Fuck. And I was like, Oh no! And I got like to no. the second round, and they were like, "They're like, oh, you made to second round," and I actually ghosted them. You're like, "No, thank you." I, it was not a, a legit marketing company. It no. was just like, let's make let's product pushing to, to like do sales for us. Yeah. Um. So I was like, "That's not gonna work." So I worked with my dad for a while. My dad at his um car business. Yeah. And I like just did. I did like online marketing kind of for him. I oh, started cool. his Facebook page for his his uh, company. And, yeah. Like I just worked on things like that, but I was like, "Where am I going with this?" Yeah. Um, am I rambling right now? No, you're not rambling. I'm very interested. I love this. And then I went to my first fashion week. Okay. Which was in 2015. Yeah. And it was really out of the blue. Yeah. Um, a friend of ours or like a, like a, a friend of ours at the time. Yeah. Was like, Hey, I'm interning for this magazine and she, and I'm trying to go to fashion week Mm -hmm. and like, you guys can go to fashion week too. You just have to like contact these brands. Okay. So she literally taught us how to go to fashion week amazing um it was like me and like a couple i think you were were you not in the group i, I was in the group but i didn't end up going that yeah, very first okay, fashion yeah. week because i think i just got into like my car you, accident yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just bad timing yeah yeah but um so i ended up going to fashion week and just being in new york and and this is my first time like like this is i dreamt of fashion week yeah. since i was a, a teenager like literally same like, i thought it was a magical place like i never thought in my wildest dream yeah. that I would ever, ever, ever be able to go to a fashion show. But also, show. like, fashion week was a lot different when we were Yes, of course. Younger. Like, it like, was more, like, exclusive and just, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, social media was not, like, fully no. in it. No, You know, bloggers were barely even Yeah, attending. like, it was still kind of, like, very, like, Industry. gauche for, like, a blogger to be sitting front row oh, at, totally. like, a fashion show. Totally. Yeah. So I just, like, did the whole, yeah, so I did that, and I just remember getting this sense of, like, inspiration I just like imagined a life in New York where I would be working in fashion and yeah. I wasn't even thinking I want to be here and be a blogger I was yeah. like oh I want to be a part of the industry I don't know yeah. in what form or like in what way or form you just or knew whatever. that you wanted to do it I knew I wanted to be there and work in it and I was like okay I can apply my marketing degree to something there um I will say though it was it was about it was a while after I graduated before I moved to New York yeah because I just didn't know how to even start yeah because like and also it wasn't like my parents were super down with it and like how old were you at the time um i moved to new york when i was 24 yeah which is like not like super young but like still like pretty young yeah now that i look back i'm like it's pretty young at the time i was like oh no it's like so late like yeah 
people get internships while they're in college. Exactly. And when they're like 20, 21. And I was here applying for internships because I didn't qualify for anything in New York in the fashion industry. It was like, you need two to three years mm-hmm. of experience. You need this, that, and the other. You need to have like connections. You need to like know Literally, people. Beyond, and even for the internships I was yeah. applying for, a lot of them was like, you need to have had other internship experiences. And I none of my internship experiences apply to do with yeah. fashion or like because I started I started applying for everything I started applying for editorial things mm-hmm. I started applying for PR things like everything I could do like showroom manager yeah. manager like all this stuff you were just like trying to get the foot I in the door I finally landed on an internship at a PR agency yeah um and it was literally just a PR a fashion PR ag- yeah uh, in- internship and it was like okay this is something solid that I yeah. can be like hey mom hey dad yeah I'm gonna move to New York and um, like I have a thing to do. I have a thing to do. Yeah. And like they were very hesitant. I mean, I think my mom was not as hesitant as my dad. My dad yeah. was way more hesitant. But it. I mean, it just like it turned out in the best possible way. Yeah. I and think. and I feel like it happened like so quickly. Like I feel like it was like oh, one yeah. day you were like, I think the I might decision, be moving to yeah. New York, and then like the next thing I know, like you're in New York looking at apartments, yeah. and then like you moved here, and I was just yeah, like, so wow. It was 2015, like September 2015, when I decided, ooh, I kind of want to move to mm-hmm. New York, and then. I moved there in November of 2016. So it was just like a year later. And That's so crazy. It was really crazy. And I look back on it and I, I was so scared at the time, but I, I remember you surprised like, that I like wasn't more scared. Yeah. Like I feel like you weren't like super scared. Like, you didn't have a ton of money, <laughs> but like you, you also like, I feel like you kept like a knife around. Oh, I did. I was much more, I was much more yeah. cautious when I first moved Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like there was, I like was a... freaked out all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, like, one time my neighbor came and knocked on my door just to, like, say hi and introduce herself. <laughs> and I literally, like, I couldn't answer the door because I was so freaked out. And I just it imagined was, it was a murder. And it was the first time you'd ever lived alone and yeah. to, like, live in New York City. Like, yeah. that's, like, a lot at once for someone. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy, but now I'm, I don't know, I'm like very numb to the city and I, oh yeah, you, you're like super comfortable, like <laughs> I yeah. should probably be more scared. No, no. Out of like precautionary. No, you're like, you're, you're cautious enough. Enough, yeah. Like I'm not worried, like I have that, a security system. You do have a security so system that I accidentally like fuck with all the time because sometimes I'll go outside and not realize that yeah. it's on and then I, the alarm goes off and Maria's like, what the terrifying. fuck, Noor? Yeah, it was, I was like, what the fuck? Because I'd literally never heard it go off before yeah. that. And like, you were like, this happening? is it, I'm dying. Yeah, it was actually really scary. But it was just like me being annoying. Yeah, I don't know how we went from um, how did you get into blogging to me just telling you my entire life of how I moved No, to York, dude, but... like, but that was going to be like, honestly, like I, I wanted to talk about like mm-hmm. kind of like what was your experience like how did you feel being away from your family because like you're super close with your family and like I I'm super close with my family and like the thought of like being far away from them is like upsetting like deeply upsetting so like so how does like how did you navigate that like how did you feel about all of it um I think in the beginning there was a lot of like hand holding because like yeah I first moved there my dad stayed with me for a week and then literally I was only alone for two days before my sister yeah came and stayed with me yeah but I do remember those two days being like shit this is it and it's real this is real yeah but it was also it was also nice that I had the internship at the time because that like kept me busy and yes. I had something that I knew I had to go to because like if I was just straight up freelance when I moved here I would have probably been a mess and like been all over the place and yeah. didn't know what I was doing and like and you were like meeting people and like yeah, was, yeah I had something that to keep me like occupied yeah. so and then after that I went home for Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. then my sisters came and visited me no and then I went home again in December when I went to Orlando yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then um and then my sisters came back with me. So honestly, the first six months I had people with me consistently, yeah. which was nice. And I think it helped me like get through like those, 
like those obstacles when you first move to a new place yeah like settling in helps you transition a so little I transitioned easier with a lot of people around me yeah and that was great so once I was fully transitioned you know like they were still um visiting me but it, I mean not as frequently not, it wasn't like every yeah every two weeks yeah <laughs> um so I think that was what it was and then also like I feel like I never realized the power of like FaceTime like it really makes you feel so good like you could all you can just FaceTime your family at any moment in yes. time and it even though, yeah, you're not Sometimes they don't with... fucking answer, yeah, which is, like, rude. <laughs> very rude. <laughs> I'm usually the one that doesn't answer. Um, but it's very... It, yeah, you, you're always connected in some way. Yeah. So that's the beauty of our modern times. I can't imagine moving away, like, back before... And not being able to, like, FaceTime or, yeah, like, text you could or, like... you could just call or, mm-hmm. like... Imagine when you had to write letters. <laughs> I at would... that point, it's just, like, bye. Like, I had, what, a, pa- I had a pen pal once when I was, like, eight years old. Of course old. you did. Of course... <laughs> Wait, you, you never had a pen pal? No. I had a pen pal when I moved to Malaysia. Interesting. Yeah, I had a pen pal, like, in America. I feel like I always thought I loved the idea of it, but my parents just, I don't know. They, were they just, like, just like wouldn't give you paper and pen. They were like, no paper and pen but, like, for you. like, how do you get a PayPal? Like, where do you find them? <laughs> no, it was, like, my friend. PayPal. I just got uh, a PayPal. How do you get PayPal? No, but, like, it was, like, a girl who I, like, went to elementary school oh, okay. with, and then I was, so like, moving, and then, like, she was, like, you're moving to Malaysia. Like, I don't even know what that is. Well, I remember but, in those days when you would make friends. Like, I made friends at, like, horse camp over the summer oh my and god we became best friends yes and then after horse camp i never saw her i've talked to her ever again i sometimes think about her i wonder where she is like what happened to her what's her name i honestly don't even remember her name anymore i think it might have been stephanie stephanie where are you stephanie if you um if you're listening <laughs> i'm sure she is she's definitely she's listening. definitely listening hey steph hey steph i remember those times when we used to ride the horses it was all fun. that trotting together it creepy, but <laughs> it was fun it was all in good fun but like that was also another thing that like i feel like me me and ugh, Maria and I, we like both realized that we grew up horseback riding, which is like not that common, especially I feel like for Arab girls. Oh, absolutely not. Like I remember, and I, I had people tell my parents like, "Don't let your daughter." Stop. Yeah, no, legitimately. Like I remember one time we went horseback riding not. with like one of my like second cousins or something, and like her dad like freaked the fuck out like you would think that he just found out she was like a fucking stripper like it was like a very dramatic response to it yeah but like yeah we both grew up horseback riding and that's so random i never knew another muslim girl i know yeah i started riding when i was eight years old oh my god really yeah like so i meet we always like begged my mom to be in sports yeah we were also like we're little muslim girls and my mom didn't want us to do a sport where we had to like wear shorts yeah or anything like that. So horseback riding, I mean, it might not be the most modest outfit, but it's because it's like tights, literally. But still. But it's like covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kids, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she like sent us up and it was honestly the most, like my best memories of my childhood. Are from honestly, same. Like I went horseback, I started horseback riding when I was like, I think like 13. And like my dad would just take me every morning before school. Oh. So we'd go horseback riding and in the morning. it was English morning. riding, right? Yeah, and it was yeah. English riding. And he would like, literally it was me and my sister Reem. And then like she moved away to college. So then it was just me. And my dad would just literally sit there like and watch me horseback ride all morning and just like clap for me and be like, bravo, Nura, bravo, bravo. <laughs> so if anyone is wondering why I have a lot of self-esteem, it's specifically because you're my dad would just this. sit there and be like, bravo, Nura, Shatura, you're the best, Nura. Like, Aww. oh my God. Like he would just like Did give you do competitions. I didn't do competitions, no. Oh, right. No, no, no. I didn't do any. We did competitions. Did you do competitions? Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's funny because at the time, um, like, you have to pay to be in competitions. Like, you okay. Li- it's like, honestly, it's a rich people sport, even though I, like, we weren't really yeah. rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was much, there was much more wealthy yeah. families there. Like, they owned their own horses and yeah. they owned their own saddles and, like, we just, like, rode there. Yeah. Um, But the way that we would get, like, our entries into the show is that the, the lady who owned the horse farm and our, like, instructor, yeah. she would, like, have us work. Like, she would make you do child labor? I mean, 
essentially. Like, what did she make you do? I think we wanted to be there. Like, we would, like, feed the horses. Okay. And we would clean the horses. Okay. And we would clean the saddles. I mean, that's all very hard stuff to do. And, like, a certain amount of days would equal, like, oh, your entry into the competition. Like, she would cover the entry. But that's actually kind of nice. It was nice. I mean, looking back, it sounds a little weird. But at the time, it made total sense. Yeah, no. And I liked it. I, so I was, when I was horseback riding, that's like when I lived in the Emirates. So like, it's it's big there. Yeah, it's big there. But like, I don't remember there ever being like any opportunities for me to like compete in anything. It was just like, I would just literally like, it would just ride and like train and like try to like, just like do things like with the horses and stuff like that. I don't know why I said it like they do things with the horses. Like, you know, like riding properly, riding in like different ways, like stuff like that. Did you do jumping? I did do jumping. The first time I ever did jumping. I'm not gonna lie. This I is was, now a horse podcast. We're I, horse girls. That's so disturbing. I know. I hate us so much. But like, I was really scared. Like, I yeah, the, the yeah, first time I ever great. jumped, like, I was really, 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 it's really, really scared. But like, the, after the first time I did, I was like, okay, this is fucking amazing. Like, I honestly don't think I've done anything in my life since that was yeah. as exhilarating or as fun. That's as, what I'm saying. And like, you just feel so connected to the horse. This is I a horse know, podcast yeah. now. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and like, where did this whole like horse girl, you know, meme? Start? I don't know. And, like, like, what is? the basis like why are you assuming that like if you like horses that you must be like fucking a fucking weird. weird maria just put her foot directly on my foot but like can you actually do that because my feet are really cold they are really cold yeah yeah my so- knee just like started hurting because i'm old yeah uh, oh you're out. old oh you're old i'm Listen, turning 30 Nora, guys right now <laughs> <laughs> no but like your foot is so so nice and warm right now so like yeah. i appreciate your foot you're welcome um but yeah like uh i don't know who created that fucking stereotype about horse girls horse cool. girls are Horse girls, horse girls. But we're dope. Yeah, we're like really cool oh, horse God, girls. <laughs> but no, but really though, it's interesting. But then again, if I look back, there were hor- like quintessential horse girls that used to ride there. That were like weird. They were weird. And like just their whole life was horses. It was their personality. I think that's yeah. the difference. Like horses, horseback riding was not my personality. Yeah. Was it your personality? I feel like it might have been a part of my personality. Because I was homeschooled at the same time, which makes me so oh my even God. weird. I always forget that you were homeschooled. Yeah, so I, that was like my most exciting thing in my whole life. And like my mom would bribe us, like if you get certain test scores, I'll buy you like these horseback riding gear things. Chaps. I remember she, one of the things was like, I'll buy you a saddle, which is like expensive. And that was a huge deal. Yeah, they're fucking expensive. But I remember that I was that lazy that I didn't even finish whatever assignment it was (laughs) to get the horse. Like that's. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. The laziness was so much more worth it. Even though I really wanted a saddle so badly. They're really expensive. Yeah. And like that was back then, back then they were like around $600 for like a decent one. And like I'm sure they're way more expensive Oh, for sure. Like, uh, prices have increased. Like, I know. Let's talk about finances. Oh, no, God. let's not talk about finances, like, at <laughs> we all. We don't need to do yeah, that. Yeah, no, I haven't there. even filed my taxes yet, oh, so, like, okay, let's, let's not, not even talk about that. <laughs> um, but, okay, so you moved to New York. You started creating content full-time, working for a PR agency. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's terrifying, Maria. It sounds terrifying, but I'm not going to lie, it was so much fun. Really? I was really just, like, the first year that I lived here was so, like, it was just trying it out. Yeah. I had no expectations. Yeah. Um, Which I think the best way to do it. Yeah, and I just, I just wanted to make it work, and it was so new, and, and a lot of new opportunities were presenting themselves. Yeah. It was also exciting and also new. Yeah. That it went by in, like, the blink of an eye. And I honestly think that 2018, mm-hmm. it, like, hit me a little bit. I was like, okay, wait. So I've been here a year. Yeah. What do I have to show for it? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> and I had some things to show for it, but yeah. I also was like, okay, this is real life. It's no longer yeah. just like exciting and let me see what's happening. And like at this point, I'm, I'm paying all my own bills, my rent and everything. So it's a lot yeah. more pressure. We're adults. Yeah. Yeah. And I had gotten the, like after the internship ended, they actually offered me a job, which was really cool. So I was yeah. now working an actual like paid job. And what was your position? I was a um, digital strategist and mm-hmm. uh, what is the word? project manager okay. for our client, for like any clients that wanted to do digital. Okay. Um, activation okay cool things 
So, 2018 was definitely more like, okay, Maria, get your life together. Yeah. This is no longer just fun and, like, exploring, yeah. like, set sh- goals and understand, like, what I want for the future, which I still am not 100%, like, set on. I don't think anyone is, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think everyone is just constantly, like, figuring it out. some people, and it's just... Think, well, maybe they're lying. I think that they're liars. If and you're I, one of those yeah. people, then you're a fucking liar and take a good hard look in the mirror because you're lying to yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so like yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. The first year, I it didn't even register as it being different because I was also getting a lot more jobs than I ever did. I never actually. I know. I remember being like every time you'd get a new job, like yeah. I was so excited for you because they were all so legit, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, holy shit, and you're prior doing to it. That I'd only done like a couple jobs. Yeah. Like, when I lived in Alabama. Yeah. Um. So it was really interesting that I was actually, like, I was making money. I was yeah. making more money than in that aspect of my career than I was in my you know actual day job. Yeah. So um. Which is, like, incredible. Like, that's, like, it's, that's, really cool. yeah, that's really amazing. And, like, like, going on trips that you would never go on. No, otherwise, yeah. Not to brag. Sorry, it sounds really No, you're, you don't sound braggy at all, but, like, no, it's still, like, surreal to this Like, I'm so grateful, and day. I don't sit there and think, like, I deserve this. No. I generally, sometimes, I'm like, I don't deserve this. A hundred percent. Like, I definitely think that I, I have a, a sense of style that's, I think it's cool. Yeah. But am I the most stylish, stylish person in the world? Yeah. No. Yeah. Am I the most beautiful person in the world? No. Am I the most talented person yes. in the world? Yes. No. Yes, she is the most beautiful. But person somehow in the world. I built an audience over the course of fucking I don't know seven years. Yeah. And people like like some of my stuff and brands. Dude, people so don't just cool. like her stuff. Maria has like actual fucking fans. Like you have like I actual like I fans. I like I don't anymore. Dude, like. I remember one I like time all my fans we were like hanging out and like literally this girl, we, where were we? We were at that park. Fuck. What's it called? The one with the little arch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Washington square, park. Washington square park. And like literally this girl like came up to her and was like, Oh my God, are you Maria? Yeah. And like sort of freaking the fuck out. And then we like went to this restaurant one time or like this, like, like boba tea place oh, or something. Yeah, the, the and this, spot, yeah, yeah. And this girl like came up to her and she was like freaking the fuck out. And like, I've had people come up to me, but like the way people like approach Maria was, they were like freak. Like they couldn't believe it. Like you were like, a celebrity it's like so weird though because i absolutely don't see myself in that way at all i know so people are like excited about me and like whoa exactly like it's just so crazy but like yeah maria has like actual like fucking fans oh, who nice. like really like like if you go through her comments like people like really 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 oh, like like aspire like to be really, like really you. like you too though oh my god thank you so they much really i feel do. like people hate me <laughs> no i mean honestly with the way the instagram like oh fuck instagram yeah honestly that's a whole other conversation if you're listening to this, just know that the Instagram algorithm is a real fucking problem. And I mean, I know we're going to sound whiny. And like, here's the thing. Some people, it's not a problem for them. Because yeah. It's because just it, not. It's just not because they, their accounts are probably newer. Yeah. They're, they're building a following like right now. Yeah. Whereas a lot of our followers, followers, we grew over the past seven years. Yeah. Oh, we're like making so many excuses. excuses no, but it's true. But no, it is true. It's like, a seven year old I guarantee that like there's people that followed me back in. Because I grew a lot in like the years of like mm-hmm. 2012 to 2013, 14 I get, I know that there's so many accounts that people don't even go on. Yeah, anymore. they're not active they're anymore. Yeah, and I would love for Instagram to delete them all because I don't give a fuck if I have four hundred thousand followers if my likes are not what they. I used to have better likes three yes. years ago. So, oh, honestly, like same. I sound so jaded, and it's honestly stupid. And the only reason that it bothers me, or like, is even a topic, is just like this is my livelihood. Yes, a lot of it. Yeah. So you take it seriously, and like you when put you a lot from, of work into yeah, it. Yeah. When you go from like having certain results and then suddenly not, it. It's a little discouraging, and it, you're like, wait, what does this mean for me in my career? Like, do yeah. I need to reevaluate things? And it's not so. I don't care if like I look like I'm popping or yeah. all that kind of stuff. No. It's more just like personal. Yeah, it feels like you're not doing good at your job. Exactly. Which is like 
infuri- infuriating for anyone. Like anyone who has a do, t- like a dope shoot that you like conceptualized and, and you're so excited about, and you put in time and effort, and it is time and effort. Yeah, and people think sometimes like, oh, you're just taking photos. No, it's them. it's not. It's not, and and then like not getting the response that you feel like. And it's not even about like validation. It's just kind of like it's frustrating because we can see like through our stats like how many people are actually viewing it. Yeah, so it's not showing up on So like a lot of people don't feeds. see it. So that's why I think like a lot of people do think that a lot of influencers, bloggers, content creators, whatever the fuck you want to call us are like super whiny and annoying, but it's just like any other job and like anyone who works hard at what they do they want to see the results to see some results yeah and, and see some growth and see some you know things like that and I, it's not even about like growing the a, audience, audience size. it's more about like growing engagement, engagement. yeah and like connecting and truly, with people. i know there's things that like i could do to, yeah. to build engagement yeah. like in terms of like being more personal yeah posting more stories yeah i know i'm like not the best at that yeah you really should post but it's like I, i'm still used to the way instagram was yeah back in the olden days in ye olden days in the olden days yeah. well, i don't know what that was but i liked it um in the olden days it was enough to just have a dope outfit and exactly like, a cute pic no a hundred percent it was that was now you, you really got to put it all in like you and gotta like, have personal you gotta show your personality and that's the thing i don't show my personality on instagram i really don't and it's also like it's time consuming yeah. it's like extremely time consuming and like a lot of times like maybe you're not in the fucking mood like to talk to anyone like you know what i mean yeah. like and like half the time i'm really ugly <laughs> And I swear that that's actually the main reason I don't post on my story because like half the time I have no makeup on I look yeah. like a crackhead. I just want to let everyone know that I'm looking at her face right now and I'm not even joking. This girl has the most beautiful skin in the entire world and I was Thanks telling her this morning that she needs to stop wearing makeup because she really honestly and I hate when people really tell me this. That. Like I it actually fucking annoys me when people say like you don't need to wear makeup. I'm like you I, don't either. I, I know that I don't need that to. Too. I wear it because I like it, but Same. like I genuinely feel like Maria like your look with no makeup is a look. You're an angel. I love you. Thank you. I just uh, look like a newborn little baby boy. <laughs> so they're going to be worse yeah, things to like look the, like. Okay. Also disclaimer. I know this all sounds like very first world problems and it is. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We're just like being little bitches. Yeah. Ranting a little bit. And also it's my fucking podcast. So we yeah. can talk about whatever the fuck we want. That's true. Um, but and, also going off of that. Yes. I feel like we should talk about, we got to, so we asked for some questions on Instagram. Yes, 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 yes. And this one question, I loved it. Okay. Well, not that I loved it, but I just feel like it'd be interesting to talk about. Tell us, um, tell us. Um, they asked if if our followers are real because so many hijabi bloggers have fake followers and it's so sad. So, man, if I had fake followers, I would have way more followers than I have right now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like that's all so, I have like, to say about answer, that. Short answer: Absolutely no, no, no fake followers here. No. Long answer is that that is that how do you? I guess like if you bought fake followers, yeah. What is your end goal? Exactly. Because you're not, those followers are not going to be engaged. And like, to me, like, it's not worth it to have someone follow me just to like bring up Put my number. Because number. numbers don't matter. No, no, they don't matter at all. And that's the thing. I've never been super concerned with like my audience growth as much as I've been with the engagement and audience. the quality of and the like, audience. to buy followers is buying the lowest quality of audience. And it's just like a superficial it's number. Fraud. It's fraud. It, it actually is fucking fraud. Like you're fooling people you're and fooling brands. brands who are paying you exactly. for something that is not real. Like, like it's just, it's like nothing about it. Like, and like, this is like what if, if you're a blogger and you buy followers, like I'm not trying to say that you're a piece of shit, but like maybe like reconsider like why, why are you doing, doing that? that? Like, why are you on Instagram? Like, in the first place. Exactly. Why are you on Instagram in the first place? And like, why do you feel that you need more followers in order for your Instagram account to be successful? Yeah. Because I, like, I have 
way less followers than Maria. And like, I feel like I still get shit. I get offers like, and it's like maybe not not at the same caliber, but like it's, but but there are things that you could get or you have gotten that are at the same caliber. Exactly. It's It's really not about followers. And I know this because I worked in the other side. Exactly. So you have like, so like brands want different audience sizes for different types of a hundred percent. What is the word? Um, activations. No, campaigns. No, what's the word like when it, Fuck. What's no like? H- help me understand it. Let's do it. Like the like um. What is the return on investment? Oh so like yeah, 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 yeah. Looking for okay. Um, it, if it's to like literally just make money, yeah. Or is it to build a w- brand awareness? Yeah. Is it to elevate the brand? Yeah. There are influencers for everything. Exactly. And literally, an Im- like a micro influencer, even a nano, which is a new thing. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of it. I have, I have, I have. Nano influencer to like a, they call them VIP level mm-hmm. influencers, like a million and up. Yeah. There is a plate, there's an equal place for all those types of mm-hmm. influencers. And yeah, you might be making more money if you're a fucking VIP, but sometimes like it just depends on your content and like exactly. what you bring to the table. Like I know of people who get paid way more and yeah. they're at a, a micro level than people who are macro. Yeah. So like, Like, I just honestly, like, think that, like, buying fake followers is just nothing. It's not the move. It's definitely not the move. And, like, I just, I feel like you're basically just scamming everyone. And, like, you can't feel good about that. Like, and you should be able to feel good about your work. And if you're scamming people. I feel like it's pretty obvious when someone buys followers. Oh, it is. It, like, happens overnight. Yeah, like, it's very obvious to everyone. Anyone who's followed us over the years, like, you see, like, I actually lose followers. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and we were talking about that the other day. Like, we just keep losing followers. Which which I honestly okay with that i'm truly okay with it yeah. because with my lower engagement in recent years not years <laughs> recent months yeah i'm like okay it's fine i would rather have a group of like like less followers yeah that were fully engaged yes. and actually like my content and wanted to see what i had to put out rather than like a bunch of ghost followers who are like dead or over it or yeah don't really care 100 percent. like i would rather have less followers and i know my mentality like maybe a few years ago was like oh yeah like growing followers equals like you're doing because better. that's what was being pushed on everyone yeah, like you need more followers you need more followers and it was, there was a time where i grew so quickly yeah like, in the year I'm sure dude you too, yeah 2014 you grew, yeah. 2016 was like a really big yeah stage, yeah, yeah, yeah and then it like kind of plateaued a bit and i still like grow a little bit yeah but i also lose followers that's the thing okay. every time i grow i lose but that's the thing i'm never really that concerned about that i just to me like i just want to put my content out there and I want to be able to have the people who care to see it be able to see it, which is, that's my beef with the algorithm because like, you know, I'm sure there are people who see it who just don't like it and that's totally fine. That's totally fine. But then Instagram puts it as, not takes it out of their algorithm because they're like, oh, they don't like this photo. So maybe they're not interested, but they might be interested. I don't know. It's just like Instagram is like such a fucking weird thing, which is also one of the main reasons I wanted to start a podcast was because I was like, I want to have a platform that has nothing to do with fucking visible numbers or anything like that. Like I know what my numbers are, but yeah. like it's, it's not it's something for you. it's for me. And it's not something that's like super important to me. It's just like a way for me to express myself. It's just like a different form of expression, which I also feel like that's what Instagram is. It's a place to be creative. It's a place to like connect with people, connect with people and like, you know, I was I was getting so frustrated with it's Instagram a for your voice exactly and that's why I was like fuck it I'm just I've been wanting to start a podcast and I'm gonna do it because for me it's essentially like the same and also, thing. Side note, guys, Nora and I I literally quote told me that she wanted to start a podcast podcast probably like two years ago. Yeah, this is before like podcast podcast were a yeah. thing and before everyone and their mom had a yeah. podcast. Yeah, so don't think that Nora just decided no. that she wanted to jump on the podcast this... bandwagon. I remember and she also you were the first person who ever talked about podcasts to me. I didn't even. Know oh my god, I was like Maria, you have to listen to these podcasts. I was like, when do you listen to them? You're like when I get ready, and yeah. I was like. 
relate. Yeah, I'm like, when I, well, I, I was like, also like, when I drive, and you're like, yeah, I live in New York, I don't drive anywhere. That's true, yeah. But I was, no, but I think even before I lived in New York, you told me about podcasts. Probably. I don't know. I've been obsessed with podcasts forever. I just think that they're so interesting, and yeah, like. they are. It's like listening to like a conversation. So with, it only made sense when you were like, I'm finally making my podcast. I know. I was like, thank God, bitch. I know. I'm so glad that I stopped being lazy and just fucking did and it. And also I think that even though you do talk in your stories a lot, but I still I still think that a lot of people who follow you on Instagram don't truly know what you're about. And exactly. Your thoughts. Because, you know, you just talk about like everyday little things. And there's only stories. so much you could say on Instagram stories yeah. before people are just like, okay, bitch, shut the fuck up absolutely yeah like you can't post like fucking like 30 stories in a row and i know just like, like yapping by the away. third one they're just they're not listening them. anymore no 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 but like with like a podcast like you know you could like listen to it while you're driving and then like whatever i don't even know what i'm doing now i'm just like promoting podcasts but <laughs> like keeping with like kind of the topic of like instagram i wanted to talk to you like a little bit about like online bullying like just receiving like hateful yeah. like content or not content hateful comments and just like sure. dms and shit like that like what's your experience with that been like yeah so i would say definitely towards like the beginning of when i start well when i had like no followers i literally didn't get any hate. yeah like when i had a low amount of followers which I was like, like really fun and once fresh. i hit like let's say 20k yeah that's when people start that's how you know you made it when you have haters (laughs) and then I was like wait why are people at first I was I was I would be like kind of hurt by some people I would be like why would they go because I would be hurt by the fact that they wanted to hurt me not necessarily the words that they were saying yeah but the fact that they would go out of their way yeah to write a hurtful comment and it was nor it was normally usually about something about the way that I dress yeah it's not right or that is a shame yeah or I'm doing this wrong um which didn't bother me as much as, like, the fact that I knew they are trying to hurt me. Because I'm very confident. And, yeah. Like, you know who you are. Yeah, I'm very confident in the way that I... Who I am and yeah. my my connection with God yeah. and everything like that. My intentions. So, that doesn't really bother me. And also, like, my parents... Like, you know what I mean? You're not my parents. Exactly. So, it used to bother me a lot. But um, I think there was a point where... Okay, you and Instagram... Um, came out with the future where you could like block certain keywords from your yes, comments. Yes, which was like the most brilliant thing in the entire world. I literally world. just, well, it, even before this, I was already over it. I would just like delete or mm. I would, I wouldn't actually, I never blocked people. Yeah. Unless they like said something really outlandish, yeah, 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 like yeah. very disturbing. Yeah. I would block them. Um, sometimes I would get into it with them. I was just like, mm, kind of bored today. Let yeah. me just like <laughs> talk back and to then this I, troll. I love how like then the whole like El Saldic clan would like jump in. Oh, like yeah. every single one of your sisters would like jump like, in. Because like half the time like we would just debunk the fuck out of them. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they yeah. would try to like Which cite the, the Quran, best. but then we would cite the Quran back and yeah. we would fucking win. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to like say that for the same time. <laughs> that sucked for a lot. Um, a stug, sex stug. I can't with you. Um, but then I, I like, I literally blocked out the comments not hijab this is not hijab yeah too tight like all those and then i like never really got hate comments but then sometimes sometimes i'll get like somebody i think the ones that annoy me the most are the ones who like try to pretend they're like being all innocent they're mm-hmm. like i'm genuine i like one time i had a girl who was saying i'm not muslim it was like a total fake account she's yeah. like i'm not muslim but i'm pretty sure and like she was like clearly muslim yeah yeah, yeah. and like was just being very pa- not what's the word passive aggressive yeah passive aggressive and like pretending, playing dumb, and like I don't really know, but I feel like this is defeating the purpose I'm of modesty. I'm rolling my eyes. She's like, just the fact that you are public, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Wait, I do remember this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was about a year ago. Um, and I just like went back and forth with her a little bit, and like by the end of it, I was just like, you're like a Muslim girl hiding behind your kid. 100. Your thing. I don't understand what your like vendetta, vendetta is with yeah. me, but it was actually kind of fun to go. You know, you reach a point where it doesn't affect you. And it's, like, kind of funny. And it's a little funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, but the best thing to do, though, yeah. is to write... I know you do this as well. Yeah. It's, like, when someone's, like, this is not hijab, I'm, like... 
uh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, or like, like agree oh my with God. them. Thank you so much. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. Oh my, thanks for your advice. Oh my God, yeah. they, they shot it right up or they'll say sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're just kind of like, not mad and like don't give them the reaction that they're hoping yeah. for it just kind of like throws them off because they're like wait why aren't like, well, you actually crying? you're really nice and i actually am a really big fan like i've had people do that they'll say something kind of shady and then i'll respond kind of like a just like a positive response yeah and then they're like oh my god but like it's really nothing personal like i'm so sorry and, and then i'm like okay <laughs> confusing um so yeah that's kind of just how i handle it and I, yeah. I think that it comes down to anybody who has like a public platform that is large yeah in some way yeah you're going to have people who are not gonna like yeah Yeah, and i think a lot of people follow you just to like find you do something wrong or just Mm -hmm. to like hate following is a real thing hate following is like a real thing they will contrive whatever they want Mm -hmm. about you they don't know you exactly and that's and that's a reason why it doesn't bother me because at the end of the day i know you don't know me like you literally don't know me so your thoughts and opinions on me are meaningless yeah and like and I feel like if you genuinely wanted to give someone advice, you would do it privately. Anytime. And there's been times. they do it privately, it, it also depends on how they do it. Exactly. Like, I think that it has a lot to do with, like, the way you word things. And, like, it's just important that, like, if you're going to, like, come at someone, just, like, keep it real and don't try to be, like, fake nice. Yeah. And don't try to, like, slyly throw in, like, a dig here and there. Like, exactly. Just, and also, like, who are you to judge and yeah. give advice? That's another thing. Yeah. Like, I, I've had so many girls. Yeah. Who don't even wear hijab. Mm-hmm hate on me for the way that I dress. And Which is just like, cover. you know, you don't see us running around like hating on girls who don't wear hijabs. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I feel like the Muslim community, especially of women, like we really seem to just have this like problem where we can't seem to just get along and yeah. like stick together. And just be happy for people. And just be happy for people. And like, it's like so confusing to me. And like, I don't understand it at all because why it's would you really toxic it is toxic and like i'm not saying that everyone is but just no. there is a lot and I mean, like it's, it's more often than you know we would like and like there to be toxicity why can't we all just either be happy for each other or just like if you have nothing nice to say say nothing at yeah, all and unfollow and like in, exactly and unfollowing is people, so easy yeah like if you don't like my content if yeah. my content upsets you if you feel like it's giving you the wrong like if it's putting you down the wrong path yeah like, I'm so sorry, but just unfollow me. Exactly. It's super because easy. Because for every, like, person who says something negative like that, I I have at least, like, like triple that amount of people in my DMs who say things like, oh, you are the reason that I wanted to wear hijab. Exactly. You, I, and this is not, like, this is all real shit. You have inspired me to yeah. keep on the hijab. Yeah. Or you make me want to wear it. I've had so Which is many like girls, and I think so that means so amazing. much more to me yeah. than just, like, one person saying something mean a hundred percent and saying that i'm doing the wrong thing and no. like you know that if that's your opinion i'm so sorry yeah and like just unfollow me yeah but i think that i'm doing i feel that i have done more good than bad no you definitely have and like personally and that's just all that matters and even like my own nieces and nephews like they look up to maria like they genuinely look up to her and like seeing these young girls like look up to her makes me so happy that they have someone like maria to look up to who Aww. they feel like they can identify with and they feel like she's someone who understands them and i think that that's something that 
I never had when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, we never had And that. so, like, why is it, why don't we celebrate that? The yeah, fact that, like... Yeah, you think there's a million other things wrong. Yeah. Just that fact alone... Yeah. ...is so powerful. And, like, even if we're not perfect or doing everything perfectly... We're literally humans. We're human beings, and human beings are not perfect. And also, you have to remember that when we started, it was not to set out to be... No, not at all. A Neith- role model or no. to be any... Like, to even get to the... We just loved we fashion. Got. We just yeah. loved fashion. We, like, enjoyed putting together outfits. And also, that's not to say, like, that's all that we care about but that's just what we we used instagram to express that facet of exactly. our interests and our personality 100 percent, and like lives whatever and like i also think that you know we we're only doing the best that we can and like it means and i do want to say that it means so much when i do get messages from girls who say like you've helped me become more confident wearing a hijab yes. and like stuff like that like i do want to like we just we didn't have that at all no and like it literally just makes my entire day like and i'll tell everyone that i run into like you'll yeah. never believe it like i got this message and like it made me so fucking happy because if I can do that for even one person and help them feel more confident wearing a hijab, like I think it's worth it. It's it's worth it. It's totally worth all the hate, all the bullshit. Like none of it even matters to me. But like seeing the positive effect definitely fucking outweighs it outweighs any of the yeah. negativity. Um, but like especially the people who are writing the negative comments, like they've probably never in their lives impacted a girl in that no, way. No, probably not. Because a lot of times they're just like these private like little hate accounts. Yeah. So it's like, what are you doing for? Yeah anybody no you're doing nothing you're, you're actually just harming people you're putting negativity out into the world and all you're doing and your is, intention is to hurt somebody or your intention is to bring someone down and that is a sin yeah so practice what you preach baby girl yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent um yeah and like also i wanted to kind of touch on tokenism because yeah. that's like you know something that i think a lot of people even people who aren't like content creators they're aware of it yes. people aren't stupid people of all different ethnicities yeah like we know that there is this thing that's going on right now where brands want to be inclusive and diverse and a lot of it is just for show yeah and it's something that like I don't think I always was fully woke to no me neither I was in the beginning I was so like oh my goodness this brand wants to it's exciting it's just exciting wow they're so like they get me and they yeah. want to like have me as a representation because of who I am not just like yeah, the hijab want, on my head want, yeah and and they're like genuinely diverse mm-hmm. but the more you get into the industry you yeah. the more you realize how full of shit it is it really is full and, of shit like compare my like what I know now compared to when I first moved to New York I have a completely different like 100% outlook on all of it yeah it's just it's hard to word because at the same time you know you got to make money. Yes. And not that's not to say, like, you know, sell your soul for money. No. But if a brand that you enjoy, yeah. that is not problematic, yeah. that you, is, is you know, generally working with you on a fair rate and all that stuff yeah. comes to you, you're, like, are you going to say no? Exactly. But then, but also you don't know. Are they coming to you? What are their intentions? And it's so hard to be able to, like, determine just based off of, like, usually what it is is an email interaction. Exactly what their what their motive is and that's why like when brands actually take the time to rather than just like correspond with me via email and they're like hey let's set up a phone call i love that so much because it's not as much of a tokenism and it shows you that they actually want to know who you are and they're not just like okay she has a hijab on her head check we can check that box off and it's like more so like we like you for who you are 
all over, like just everything about you, yeah. not just the hijab. And we want you to be a part of this for that reason. And so I think that, you know, people are just becoming a lot more savvy about that. And brands need to like fucking get their shit together yeah, because totally. we know what's going on. And like, I yeah. feel like brands also aren't aware that like, there is a lot of Muslim bloggers, but like, we're close. Like yeah. maybe we're not friends with every single last one, but like, well, we know, we know, we know what's going on. Like we know, like if, if I work with a brand and then like one of my other friends like gets contacted by that brand, they're going to fucking text me and be like, Hey, what was your interaction like exactly. with this brand? Did they offer to pay you? How much did they offer to yeah. pay you? Like we tell each other that shit because we want to look out for each other because we are minorities and we do have to have each other's fucking backs because Absolutely. like, this is all just like a very new thing that's happening. So we're just trying to navigate it the best that we can. And like, there's no like handbook on like how to work with brands. Like we don't fuck like, and, and I get that question all the time. Like, how do you work with brands? Like, how do you decide how much to charge and stuff? And it's like, we're just winging it. Yeah. Like every case is, is different. It's exactly like it's, it's on a case by case basis. Yeah. yeah. And so I just feel like, that's just been something that I've been seeing yeah. a lot more lately. And like, I've been more like, and, like aware. You had, a, you had a recent like experience yeah. where it was very apparent that yeah. like, a brand that you thought was actually yeah. genuinely inclusive or yeah. genuinely, you know, valued you, you yeah. felt kind of like, oh wait, that wasn't actually what yeah. it was. And then that actually gave me the awakening moment of like, damn, like it's eye opening. Every brand I work with, like, I don't know exactly. If they actually care for me as a person yeah. or if they, or just like, oh yeah, she's a hijabi. Like, let me. We have a hijabi on board. It's just like filling a quota. Filling a quota, and yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to to really be able to clock it. Mm-hmm. Like when you're just starting a conversation with a brand, you don't know their intentions. They can't. But at the same time, like, there's also like this part of me that's like, even if it is for tokenism, which we don't it's know, better than nothing. it's better than nothing. I still, I, I agree. I still love when I see, like, in Target, like, there's a hijabi, like, model that they use. Like, I know. Every time I see, a, like, a hijabi. Yeah. Like, honestly, not even just hijabi. It's, like, any type of minority. Exactly. Black girls, yes. Hispanic yes. girls, yes. Asian, yes. transgender. Anybody who's, like, who's People not, with disabilities. Anyone like, who's not, like, the, your go-to yeah. person in the media yeah. over the past, since the beginning of, like, exactly. any industry. Exactly, yeah. It's exciting. It is super exciting. And, like, whether or not their intentions are genuine it still does make me happy and like that's something that like I feel like I just at the end of the day like I love to see it it makes me happy and I feel like it's just showing young girls that you don't have to look one way and you can look or be any type of way and it just gives like more girls can relate to Mm -hmm. more you know what I mean growing up all you saw were like white Women and there everything. were no there were no hijabi models. There was it none. was Gemma there was Ward. Any black it was models. Kate Moss. Yeah, it was Naomi Campbell. She yeah, was a black she was, model. She was Tyra a Banks. Black model for yeah, 20 years. yeah. Like it just it was so sad that there wasn't any diversity, and it was like okay, and everyone and was, was okay standard, with it. That was the standard of yeah. beauty, and it was and totally I, fine. I genuinely believed it as well. And yeah, I think that as a very light skinned um, yeah. Arab girl, I can't even relate to how hard it would have been. No. For anyone darker than me exactly exactly you can even less identify with these people at least like if i took my hijab off people could think that i was same here yeah like because so it's like it's a choice my me wearing the hijab is choosing to say to everyone hey yeah and it's choosing to be slightly more seen as a minority yeah for a black girl they take off their hijab they're still seen as that yeah still you know tokenized and 100 percent. it's just a very interesting subject um but i think that it's 
we've come a long way. 100%. And I do think that a lot of people are, like, the further we come, the more, like, oh, no, but we need more. And it's, of course, we always we need, need more. We do need more. We always we should need also more. celebrate yes. how far we have And that's come. the thing. Even though we do I never saw more. a hijabi yeah. in any, you know, or even a Muslim girl yeah. in any type of yeah. print campaign, yeah. digital campaign, up until, like, maybe five years ago. I feel like the first time I ever saw Arab girls in Vogue, it was um, Simi Hayes. Oh and it's God, when they stop, it's yeah. when they were really really young and i remember that they were palestinian and just being see i didn't know them back then so i was I never even knew. so excited like oh my god palestinian girls in a magazine yeah. like in a conde nas publication like this That's is insane sick. i remember cutting it out i put it on my wall i was like legitimately so excited and, like, that just shows how much representation matters it does it really really does and then also just seeing different body types because i mean yeah growing up loving fashion and like having curves like it's not that I like hated my body, but I just wished that I was like really skinny and had no shape and had no boobs and had no ass. Like I genuinely wished that. Like I, I was like, mm-hmm. I want to look like that because that's what models looked like. Totally. And I loved fashion and those were the people that I looked to and those were the pictures that I was looking at. And it was like literally all the time I was like, oh, this shirt would look good on me if I was just flatter. Yeah. Like this, these pants would look better on me if I didn't have hips. And yeah. like, and now you, it's, there's so much more body diversity. Yeah. Where that's just so much, that's more, that's just, I don't know. Like little girls being able to see that, it's a lot healthier. I know. And I'm so happy for them. And I mean, there's a ton of terrible shit happening in the world. But like, if there could be even this one good positive thing out there for young women. And like, I'm there to push it like further as Mm -hmm. well. And like, and like being a woman is fucking hard, man. It really is. It's really fucking hard. It absolutely is. And like, also like, I did want to make sure that we talked a little bit about the shooting in New Zealand because. Yeah. It is something that happened recently. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I remember waking up and seeing that 49 people were killed and just my heart sank. Like, Same. I I felt sick to my stomach. I couldn't believe it. These people were at a masjid. All they were trying to do is pray. That's yeah. all they were trying to do. And like, it, that's, it's a, it's heartbreaking and heart-wrenching. And, and what was even more kind of upsetting to me was, you know, whenever these these acts of terrorism happen, you know, I follow a lot of people on social media and you see everyone posting oh, yeah. about it. And not just like on their, like you mentioned earlier, not just even on their Instagram story, on, on their, their feeds. feeds and like, like Just Sweet Charlie. Yeah. Like the, there was, yeah, every single, even people on Facebook yeah. changed their profile mm-hmm. pictures in solidarity to yep. whatever city that was just affected. And like with this, and forty nine people, forty nine. That's like, a lot of people in a place of worship. Like, and and the the terrorist couldn't have been more disturbing. Yeah. With the way he did it and his manifesto and all the horrible things. That I'm he getting put chills out. right now, like literally. And nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. No. Other than other than Muslim people, I feel like and no I was one really gives surprised a fuck because it's also getting a lot of global coverage. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they don't see it. No. No. They see it's it. It's on the news. It's it, on. They're making a choice. They're ten... making a choice not to stand in solidarity. And you know, this is one of my favorite quotes. Oh my God, I sound very corny right now, but if you are silent in times of injustice, you're choosing the side of the oppressor. So to yep. me, a hundred percent. If you aren't posting or you don't care about That's it, so fucking true. Then I just. I assume that you don't think there's anything wrong with it. No. Or it doesn't matter that much to you. And that's not to say that I post on Instagram about every single thing that happens Absolutely all not. over the no, world I'm every day. Saying. But this is like huge. You know what I mean? This is this, huge. This yeah. is huge. And like. And I, I mean, and I even. And it's not even just. What is it? 
don't know, continue. No, but it just, it's, it's so heartbreaking. And like, I know that like everyone is sick of like thoughts and prayers, but like, I still think that we should all pray for the families of the people who lost their lives in this horrific act of terrorism. And I can't even fathom what they must be going through. And just, you know, you, you, it's for Muslims, like we go to the, well, not me, but like Muslim men, especially and like Muslims in general, they go to the mosque every Friday. And like, it's just like a time for them to connect with God and meet with God. And like, for that to happen in a time where you just think, oh, I'm just going to go pray and, and, yeah. and meet with God, my, my weekly meeting yeah. with God. And like for that to happen to you. So tragic. It's just. Beyond tragic. It's beyond tragic. And like I, I literally just, I'm like, when it happened, I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And yeah. like the only thing I could do was like, all right, I have a social media platform. I can post about it. Yeah. I can bring awareness to it. And and even like with any of the other terrorist attacks that have got, been going on in the past mm-hmm. few years, like I always like make sure I condemn it, even though. Yeah. I, and it's, I feel like it's a duty as a Muslim. Of course. When a Muslim person. We absolutely have to condemn these yeah, acts. Yeah, because it's not what we, it's not what Islam is about. It's absolutely not. not. It's, they're complete radicalized terrorists just like anyone else. But yeah. of course, when the terrorist is not Muslim. Muslim it's not about religion. No, nope. not about like what we do. We know what this guy's religion is. No, but he's definitely Christian because he's a yeah. white supremacist. Yeah, like like exactly. But like, I know that that's not Christianity. Exactly. Not, we're not going to attack the religion of no, Christianity. No, exactly. And so like it's such a double standard, and it honestly it sickened me. And I didn't even think like I started reading about it when it was just all developing. Yeah. So I assumed that people throughout the day were going to you know show solidarity. Yeah. Show some sympathy. I know, like, no, I honestly, I, can, I think I could count, like, on my same. hand how many non-Muslims even said anything about it. And the it. thing is, is, like, those people who are not Muslim who did post about it, that's something that I won't forget. And that's I something that I, I, I have respect for them. And it tells me a lot about them. their character yeah, like, and, like, their morals. Yes, like, I immediately, my respect for them grows so much because they care about things that don't affect Affect them them directly. They care because they care about humanity. And that's the thing. The reason we care isn't just be like, obviously it hits closer to home because you're like, oh, that could happen to me because I am a Muslim. Yeah. But it's, it's just the fact that they were human beings. They're human beings. It doesn't matter if they're Muslim or who, who, whatever they were. No. And like, even like, it's just the fact that because they were Muslims, we're not seeing the same amount of, you know, coverage or whatever. That's what's really disturbing. No, it really is. And, And that's why more than ever, like, we need to fucking support each other. Absolutely. We need to be kind to each other. We need to like uplift each other and be happy for each other. And like, I just there's feel no like need for petty shit. There's no need for petty shit. Like, like no one is saying that you have to go be best friends with everyone just because you're Muslim, but be civil, be cordial, be kind. Like don't spread rumors. No, don't be, don't expect the worst of people, especially no. people you don't know. Exactly. And like, don't make these assumptions about someone because maybe you had one interaction with them for one second and maybe it wasn't like amazing and magical. Like, you don't know what someone is going through or, yeah. or, or what mood they're in. And that's or... the thing that I've learned over time, like getting older. Like, I give people so much more of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Not that I'm like letting more people into my life, no. but it's like, I just take time to like understand the person. Yes. And, oh, like, I don't know everything about this person, so I'm not going to fully judge them on yes this that and the other gets like unless they like come up to you and they're like hey i love crack cocaine yeah like you know what i mean then you're you're like okay this person loves crack cocaine maybe like i don't want to like chill with this person but like but also you have to think like why do they love crack cocaine? you know (laughs) and then and then that's when noor becomes an investigator and like starts like investigating it like why when did you start loving crack cocaine oh what brought you to this moment in your life what brand of crack cocaine do you brands i don't fucking know about crack (laughs) 
damn Nora. For somebody who looks like a crackhead, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do look like a crackhead all the time. You don't. Um, but then, okay, so I feel like, you know, this has so far been, like, a very intense episode. So, like, I want to, like, lighten it up. Let's lighten up a bit. And I want to talk a little bit about what three beauty okay so backstory really quick this is a question that I received so I posted on Instagram like hey guys like I'm doing like a podcast episode with Maria like send in any questions you have and this is actually a question that my niece sent in which I think is like kind of fucking cute so like shout out to Neda she said Maria if you were stranded on an island which three beauty products would you take with you Ooh, juicy um (laughs) If I was stranded on an island, I would definitely bring a fuck ton of moisturizer. Yes. What brand? Any particular brand? Let's think. Let's think. I honestly... mm. Moisturizer is a hard one because I feel like there are so many. I know. And none are that much better than the other. I guess maybe I would bring the Drunk Elephant Protein-y Ooh, never tried it. I I don't know. It's just my favorite. I love it. It's great. Okay. So I'd bring that. I would bring... an oil of some sort, Ooh. like a, maybe like a. Are you gonna gua sha on yes. the island? Maria's very into gua sha, and then I'll bring a gua sha stone. A gua sha. <laughs> so guys, so you're side just gonna note. be doing skincare, looking fucking great. Oh on yeah, my face island. is gonna be chiseled. Yeah, 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 yeah. On this island. Yeah. Like, did you want to like give your pro tip? Yeah. So basically, I discovered gua sha ink, which is she discovered it herself. I did. I was the inventor. No. Yeah. Um, I personally discovered it uh, recently. <laughs> And it's basically the, it's like a quartz stone. Yeah. Just kind of like all those like jade rollers and quartz rollers. Yeah. But it's like shaped like a, a boomerang kind of. Yeah. A little bit like a fat Yay. boomerang. Um, that sounds really weird. But you essentially like, you put oil on and then you like drag it across your face and you're basically moving the excess fluids, the mm-hmm. lymphatic fluids. Yeah. From your cheeks, like from when you, you know, when you puff up, if you have like a really salty meal yeah, yeah, yeah. or like in the morning and then like you kind of push it down um, behind your ear, not behind her, below your ear yeah. where the lymph nodes are. She's doing it. She's like demonstrating with her hands um, right now. It's amazing. I know it sounds a little weird. You can just Google how to do it. I don't, yeah, know, why. I don't know why I just described it, but anyways. No, it's good. When I do it, my face is definitely skinnier and just more like, I don't know. Chiseled. It's more defined and like looks like more like. Just less puffy. Awake. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's awakening. It's very nice. Um, and it gets, like, the blood circulating, I'm sure, too. Totally. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. Since I started doing it, I don't know. I just, I feel like when I don't do it, I, my face is a big, round uh, puff ball. <laughs> Your face is not a big, round Well, I have ball. a very round face. So let's not deny that, but it's fine. I feel yeah. like it's, like, a normal round. Yeah, it's round. You're like, no, ignore It's extremely Listen, fucking round. It's very round. Let's get a protractor out and, like, figure like, out I how I don't take photos, like, straight on because I will look like a basketball. Um, Actually, that's a lie. I've seen photos of you straight on. Eh. Facetune. So like, <laughs> <laughs> which also everyone uses Facetune. Just in case anyone was fucking wondering, everyone, everyone. But just like, don't completely change your fucking yeah. everything about you your don't life. Need to. No, you don't need I to. I mean, if you want to, go ahead. But like, you don't need but, to. Like, it's just, also a little weird. Yeah, don't. Um, and then I also got a question that said, "What do we do? Like, what do we enjoy doing together whenever we meet up?" Um, what do we do when we meet We up? talk nonstop. Okay, yeah. First, the first, like, night and, and day, <laughs> it's spent, like, nonstop talking. And yeah, to yeah, be honest, yeah. like, we get really deep. But then also we just talk about, like, the most mundane things. And we'll, but we both cried this morning. Yeah, we did, actually. <laughs> we did. Um, But then we'll just talk about, like, the most random shit. But we'll talk yeah. about it for so long. Yeah. And I don't know why it's so entertaining and fun. But we just do that. We're, like, so we spend a ton of time, like, oh, like talking each other's yes. ears off. Yes, yes, yes. 
until finally maybe we're like a little exhausted from all the talking. Yeah. And then we like and then we eat. Yes. That's literally what we do. We're like, okay, we, you know, we love to eat together. Because then when and we this eat, this is like not even a revelation. Obviously, people love to eat together, but, but like the people want to know. We have to know. give them what they want. Well, let's think of something unique that we do together. Um, something unique that we do together. We take pictures. Yeah, so unique. <laughs> we haven't taken any pictures. Actually, yeah, no, we haven't taken any photos. Um. We like to do... We watch YouTube videos together. Oh, yeah, we do. We watch, like, trash YouTube. Yeah, we do. And those are, like, the type of thing. Like, I don't talk publicly about, no. like... No. It's, like, a shameful thing. Because, like, some of those YouTubers I watch, it's not that I actually like them. It's just, like, their videos are entertaining. It's entertaining, yeah. And, like, I know, like, you're giving them money, but it's, like, still, like... <laughs> but I don't watch it. One of the best things that Maria ever showed me was, number one, that bing bong thing. Oh, God. Which, which I only knew because of my little sister. Honestly, everything I know on YouTube is from my little sister. Yeah, same. Like, everything same. I know is because of my fucking little nieces and yeah. like their weird shit. But the second best thing that you've ever showed me was a Jeffree Star ASMR video where he's reading his hate comments. Honestly, I've never laughed so much in my entire life. It's honestly life. super funny. It's so funny. Like, but side note, Jeffree Star is super problematic. We do not condone. No, no, we don't. But we do appreciate the funniness. You could still like appreciate the lols. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, we we don't support Jeffree Star. <laughs> Just had to make that clear. Um, and then another question we received is, do we feel any pressure to be perfect on Instagram? Hmm. I don't. I don't have pressure to be perfect, but sometimes I pressure to put out content that like I'm super proud of. Yes. And. And if it's not like what my vision was or whatever, I yeah. get annoyed and I don't want to post. No, yeah, I 100%. Yeah. Like, it's I not, think I used to have more pressure to, to be more perfect on Instagram before. It's not, yeah, it's not that I feel pressure like I have to be perfect, but it's just like... There's like a level, your personal like standard. Exactly. Like, so for my Instagram stories, it's pure garbage. So like clearly if you watch my Instagram stories, you know that I don't feel any pressure to oh, be yeah, perfect. No, my, my Instagram stories are very garbage yeah. as well. But like on my feed, I just like feel like... I want to put out content that I would like to see. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like if like that's something like that, I, we both know what people like, which is yeah. not necessarily our favorite type of content. No, but like like so we could be putting that out all day, but if it's not what we genuinely oh, love, I know exactly what kind of yeah. photos I could Same. put up that would get likes like in a fucking second. Like if I just put second. on a dress and look yes! like a fucking girly girl. Oh my god! If I put on a fucking gown, a gown everyone is dead. Done. Everyone is dead. They're like, oh my god, you look so beautiful. Blah blah. blah. I love this dress. And, and then I'm, people are gonna people literally still DM me about a dress I wore in 2016. Yeah, like it's just like. Guys, we can't wear fucking ball gowns every day. Yeah, That's weird. Not my style, we're not Disney but, princesses. Like, but I get it. Like every once in a while, when it's the time's appropriate, yeah, yeah. I will post. But it's not my everyday. Content. No. Yeah. So I, yeah, if we were like trying to cater to what we know does yeah. well on Instagram, then we wouldn't be personally inspired or happy with our content. I will say though that I do feel a little bit more pressure whenever it's like a sponsored post. Yeah. For sure. Because I also just feel like, you know, this is a brand that I'm working with and like, I don't want to let them down. As well, uh, absolutely, yeah. But then I also don't want to let my audience down and make it seem like this very like in your face, mm -hmm. like paid post type of thing. Totally. So like, it's a lot of people pleasing all at once, mm -hmm. which is why I don't do sponsored posts that often because yeah. it honestly stresses me the fuck out. It's very stressful. Because I'm like, I want to make sure the brand likes it and the brand is happy with it because if they're not. And just like baseline when you post anything that has hashtag sponsored hashtag yeah. ad you're gonna automatically get less likes a lot less likes yeah because people don't want us to get paid because they don't like us having money and i feel like i can't really the, here's the thing like i've never been on the other side of that because yeah back when i started instagram like the, there, there was no sponsor no. posts and then by the time sponsor posts start coming out 
it was like it was before I was doing sponsor posts, but yeah. like I was just like, oh, that's super cool. I was like, yeah. like, what people are getting paid? Yeah. But I guess I have to like look at it from other people's perspective. People who this is not their job, they see it as like, oh, they're trying to put something like down my throat yeah and it's fake and like yeah. there's also people who put a really bad name to sponsored posts like people who just do like tummy oh, teas and a hundred percent there are so many sugar bear there. hair like you fab fit fun oh my god i hate fab fit fun fab fit fun is literally the most annoying shit in the entire world it's like i know you don't like it no one likes it and i don't think anyone buys it except for nobody buys it right yeah who do you know one person who buys fab fit no fun? but i do know people who buy sugar bear hair i've heard that it was actually good i've also heard that Eating collagen doesn't do anything for your hair. I've also heard that eating collagen does nothing except for like the collagen like in your knees maybe. It's like if you have a, okay, here's what it is. It's if you have a, like a deficiency in collagen mm-hmm. or what is it? Not collagen. It's biotin. If you have a deficiency yeah, yeah, in yeah, biotin, yeah. you, science. it it will help. But if you have a normal level of biotin, like you can't get above the normal level of yeah. biotin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like unnecessary. Eating it like that. Yeah. And also like I've tried collagen before it was fucking disgusting like the only thing it can do is it can like make you grow hair in other random places no thank you i'm actually but it doesn't really do anything for your unless it was like specifically my eyebrows because like i just need them to like take over my entire face okay (laughs) (laughs) moving on (laughs) it'll keep my face warm my face is always so cold but no but like you know who actually does buy those things like girls like my little sister my my sister layla is 17 so like girls in like the 14 to like 17 or even 18 like they buy sugar bear hair I mean, I, I'm not joking. My older sister... I, mean, she, I tried she, one. It was she, delicious. She uses it, and she said that it works. It's a placebo. Do you think? I think so. I don't know. Look into it. Wow. Conspiracy <laughs> theories by Maria. Um, but, like, yeah, I I love gummies, but, like, I take, like, probiotic gummies, not sugar bear hair. Yeah, which, probiotics are great for you. Probiotics are really good for you. Um, we sound like such grandmas. Honestly, I know. I was, like, just thinking. I was, like, were we even funny? I don't know. Should we, like... like do let's some, make it funny. Like, let's make it funny. Oh, let's so talk funny. about the time that okay. when first when Maria first moved to New York, Maria was like all over the place. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was like leaving my phone in an Uber. Yeah, like losing, losing my phone, ch- having someone try to bribe me to get it back. That happened. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, someone? Yeah. And the girl asked for fifty dollars, and I was like, okay. And then when I met up with her, I only brought ten, and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry, I only had ten dollars, and like. And I gave it to her. And then when I got my phone back, she started texting me. Well, she was texting my friend who I was with that yeah. like, helped me get it back. It was like, don't you dare ever. Like, you fucking played me. Don't come out here uh, lying and saying you're going to give one, um, you know, number. And then you give me another. And I'm like, dude, it's my phone. Yeah. This is my damn phone. You yeah. stole it. Yeah. Literally, you found something that belongs to so me. So basically, she couldn't get into it. And she was like, mm, let me try to sell it back to the girl. What a fucking bitch. She was like a, like a little, like, white crackhead in Chinatown. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. But anyways, I got my phone back for $10, which was still disturbing. That's still kind of annoying that you had to pay to get your fucking phone Well, because I wanted to like, she, it was like a hand exchange, you know? Oh, she was like putting a drug the phone deal, in like my hand deal. and I was putting the cash on her. Mm, she couldn't see it was a like, first. Very discreet. And then I just like ran away. Ooh, I like that. She was like, she was not trying to buck up at me when we were in person. I can't believe I just said buck up. You I don't. Did. I, I love never it. Never said love that. It. And the look on her face when she you said it, like I, I was like, felt like fuck. she might like fight me right now. Like no. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I don't use that word normally, but um, yeah, like she didn't say anything in person. She was just kind of oh okay, and then she like got really, you know. She walked away and she was like, "Fuck!" She got on her little iPhone fingers, Twitter fingers, yeah, that they like to call them. <laughs> Is that what they call no. them? No. Um, Drake called it that once. But yeah, so what I was saying. <laughs> Fuck Drake. What I was saying... Or does like Drake and I think it's rude. I don't like Drake anymore. He's so whiny and annoying. He's whiny, but like, he just kind of, like, he's got, he makes bops. Other people make bops that I could bop to. I know, to. but I kind of like his voice. I don't know. I'm telling you, it's, 
it's it's mainly because every time it I gives me nostalgia because I plug my phone into my oh, car yeah, yeah, yeah. and Drake is the only album I have on iTunes even though I have deleted it I don't know it why it won't back. go away it's probably like in your it, iCloud or and something. it just keeps playing child's play do you Ooh. know child's yeah, play yeah that used to be my alarm to wake up because it was an annoying song so yes. I knew it would wake me up and I and yeah so like every time i hear drake's voice i just want to like punch holes through walls but then i realize that i can't do that because i'm weak (laughs) yeah t self-revelation nor is fucking weak i have no upper body strength but what i was gonna say is oh sorry sorry so one time oh yeah maria and i were like coming back to her apartment and it was like really late at night and like we get there and then she was like looking for her keys and then she was like Nora, do you have the keys? And I was like, wait, let me check. So then I checked and I didn't have the keys. And she didn't have the keys. There was no keys to be found. And she tried to call her, like, what is he, your landlord? My super. Your super. And like, what did he, he say? He was like, he's like not, he was like in Long Island. He was like, I can't get there until tomorrow. And then we were like, where do we go? What do we do? We're yeah. homeless. We have nothing. For a split moment, and it our was, lives flashed. And it was during us. fashion week. Yeah. And we had like shit and the next day. And we had shit to do the next and day. And we didn't have clothing. We had nothing. We didn't have a toothbrush. We had no clothes. We didn't have contact lenses. We had nothing we and no one. We were stranded in the Upper West Side. Which is like truly tragic. With literally nothing but our, our purses that just had like And our phone batteries card. were probably dying. Yeah. We didn't have a charger. It was... It was an actual New York City nightmare. It was. It was a nightmare. <laughs> and then Maria texted her friend. Yeah. Shout out to Anna. Anna. She let us stay at her at house. At our second skin. Yeah. She let us sleep. She's not listening to the podcast. She, she's not. <laughs> Fuck you, Anna. And she like let us stay at her house and like, you know, we weren't. And then we skipped our fashion shows the next day because that's just a type of rat type. Yeah. Those are the. That's, that's no, we literally woke up and we, had, we were wearing the same clothes. We just put like big ass sunglasses on and we went to eat yeah, brunch at a and very. And we got brunch. At a mediocre spot it in Midtown. It was very mediocre. Fuck, fuck Hell's Kitchen. I don't like Hell's It was Kitchen. so mediocre and I was so underwhelmed and it was just like whatever like fuck it but like also we were like we didn't even really want to go to that show so it was like not a big deal yeah it was fine it all it worked it all worked out for the best yeah um we got through it and then I feel like I did want to talk a little bit about like New York Fashion Week because I feel like people always like it's just like yeah it's a big question I got a few people asking about it so many questions about New York Fashion Week yeah I guess uh, it seems slightly elusive which I'm surprised because it's it's like literally super over broadcasted I feel like anyone could anyone yeah and like legitimately like this season like this past season like every instagram story that i watched which i guess i probably noticed it more because i wasn't at fashion Mm -hmm. week do you know what i mean yeah yeah. because when you're at fashion week you're not really watching other people's stories as much but like i was just like living my fucking life and like i literally would just see like 10 fucking instagram stories in a row of the same exact motherfucking show and i was just like I don't care. Like, right? And, like, you're somebody who actually cares I, about fashion. Exactly. You, like, watch, like, the, you watch back runways. Exactly. Like, I'm the girl who, like, literally goes on, like, the websites to, like, go see the fucking pictures of the shows immediately. Yeah. What's that fucking website called? I just watch on, like, Vogue Runway. No, it's not Vogue. It's that other one. I can't think of it right now. But anyways, they always have it faster than Vogue, which uh, is why. really? I just have it bookmarked wow. on my computer, which is I'm why I am a fake fan. <laughs> fake fashion fan. But, like, literally, though, like, I was just, like, felt like it was being, like, shoved down my throat. Damn. Like, and I was just kind of, like. Now I get it. I mean, I get that for like, sure. And I, it, it's not as, exce- like, I think before, like, the social media was so, like, engulfed, like, the fashion industry was so. I guess intertwined with social media, you didn't see so much from fashion. Yeah. You see like little glimpses here. And so it seems so exciting yeah. and you wanted to see more. And then now it's just like, you can see it on every platform, everybody you follow. So it's just not as exciting and it's a little bit, I guess, repetitive. And like, I do think that I do want to go to fashion week next season. Yeah. I think, 
I don't. I don't know if I want to do New York though. Okay. I think I might want to do somewhere else. Yeah, that would be fun. I'd, yeah. I'd be down. Yeah. But here, like, I want to, I want like us to talk about like why we go to Fashion Week. Yeah. I think that a lot of people like don't fully understand. Yeah. Like the purpose of Fashion Week and the purposes for different people and. and so, like so that. why is it that you like going to Fashion Week? So, for me, okay, so I am not an editor. Yeah. I am not a buyer. What? You're not? No. Get out of my apartment. <laughs> so I'm not an editor. I'm not a buyer. I'm also not. Like, so those are the people that are the most important to be there. Of like, course. to be honest, like editors, they're the ones who's going to be put, po- well, there, one could say that, you know, <laughs> magazines have died, died, Di- they're dead, but it's still important in the industry yeah, for your collection them. to be covered because yeah. it more, more so for like prestige reasons, yeah. I feel like in a lot of cases. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not, neither of those things. I'm in, oh, I hate the word. You're not, is it like, I'm okay, a fashion girl. Honestly. <laughs> A fashion girl. But okay, like, okay, here's the thing. If you have an audience, no matter what you do on, with that audience, you are an influencer. Yeah, for because sure. Even if you are, have fucking 500 followers. Even if all you post yeah. are pancakes every day, you are a You're an influencer. influencer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyways, yeah, whatever. Let's say influencer just for the sake of that's the word you It doesn't about. bother me. It bothers me. Why? I don't know. It just, I guess maybe working in the industry and hearing the way that people yeah. talk about it, refer to influencers as... It's just not... I guess I'm, like, removed from it because I live in Florida. Yeah, no, when I lived in Alabama, I really didn't... But also back then, also, I think it was less of a, like, tab. Like, I don't know. It doesn't follow... It doesn't follow me. It doesn't bother me because I'm like, yeah, I am influencing people to, like, well, yeah, we are. And, like, things. I can't say I'm not an influencer, but I think that also influencer has become synonymous with a certain type of influencer. Yeah, that's true, which is and unfair. So that's, that's not what I want to be, and I, I don't believe that don't I am that type of... Don't stereotype us. That type of influencer. And there's nothing wrong with those type of influencers, but they're just not as credible or not as... Yeah valued in the industry yeah yeah, yeah, for sure so anyways basically there's a lot of people that put bad names like there's a bad name out there for influencers just like there's a bad name out there for muslims so yeah true (laughs) 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 tea tea anyways so for me my main thing though is to be there is from genuine love of fashion and genuine like wanting to get inspiration and i do get inspiration you do every season yeah Every season, I'm like, okay, shit, like, oh, I like that. I never thought mm-hmm. of it this way. And also, it's exciting. Like, you yeah. can't deny that a fashion show, there it's isn't, exciting. like, a certain... It's a show. Yeah, it's so It's exciting. entertainment. It's, like, people it's who like, like going watching... to a, a music show. Exactly. Like, it's the same thing as, like, going to a concert yeah. or, like, going to see a play. It's enjoyable. It is... Or the ballet. Like, it's a show. It's exciting. It's a performance. Mm-hmm. It's something that people spent hours, days, yeah. months working and there's on. there's a certain excitement that goes with, like, seeing this collection for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always fun, like, right before the show starts, you're like, damn, we will be the first people yeah. to ever see this collection. It's so fun. Um, It's cool. And and then also, to be honest, it's good. It's a good look as a content creator mm-hmm. or a creator or anyone in the fashion space to be engaging in these, like, places. Because of course. if a brand wants to work with you, they will look at, like, what type of things do you do? Yes, 100%. And, like, what kind of shows are you going to? Yes. It tells them a lot. And, like, whether it, that actually means anything mm-hmm. who knows but they look at that yeah they, it does it means something and i feel like after every season i get new like contacts like reaching out to 100%. me 100 percent, and that's great for business yeah so that's the thing i used to on my blog i used to do like recaps and like mm-hmm. talk about it more but now i just feel like you know obviously with like the death of the blog and yeah you could go to refinery 29 percent, or wherever fashionista and like literally about, anywhere read about it i don't think anyone's going to choose my coverage over <laughs> no i want publications uh, and then also there's always sometimes you know actual deals that you have yeah throughout fashion week yeah. where you know your a brand is paying you to post about this or that yeah which is business yeah um so yeah it's just like it's a 
Do you have to go to Fashion Week? No. No. No, 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 absolutely. But not. is it beneficial? Yes. Yeah. And if you enjoy it, then it's fun. Yeah. And like And also it's a good Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. It's a really good time to get some really great content. And absolutely. Wear some really fire looks. And yeah. also like not that this is like the most important thing, but also if you get shot by street style, you know, photographers, yeah. that's also dope. Yeah. Like not that it actually changes much in your career. No, it it, really it does nothing. It, it does not, does but nothing. it's dope. You yeah. Know, like, oh yeah. Like it's exciting. You can put it on your press page. Yeah. And I think brands also look at that. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Um Going just for the sake of going and showing up, I think is corny. It's corny. It's and, so fucking. And corny. if you do that, you're you're really doing yourself a disservice because you're spending a shit ton of money on yep. Ubers. You are either battling extreme heat or extreme cold. Yep. Because usually it's one or the other. It, it, literally one or the and, other. And like, I feel like you'll leave feeling exhausted because you don't feel like you got anything out of it. And I just go in with the idea of I'm gonna enjoy myself. And if at yes. the very least, the only thing that comes out of this fashion week is that I got some personal inspiration, yes. then I'm happy. Yeah. And like maybe some cute content. Yeah. Some cute like looks yeah no and that's it um I feel like for me like so I didn't go last season and it was like it's not because I'm like I fucking hate fashion week like yeah I don't hate it wasn't like I hate fashion week and like it fucking sucks or anything like that it wasn't that at all I just I kind of felt like I the reason I started going to fashion week was out of my love for fashion absolutely I grew up seeing like recaps of these runway shows and magazines and like I mean, like I said before, it's just I never imagined that I would ever, ever be invited to a like, fashion show. Do you remember, show. like, the idea of Lincoln Square? Yeah, like, I just... It's, it's magical. I think one time I visited New York... Yeah. Before I was into, like, blogging or anything, yeah. and it was Fashion Week, and yeah. I literally just went to Lincoln Square just, just to, like, to look see at the girls yeah. who were coming out of the shows. Yeah. Because... Like, that's like, how much it, like, meant to me. Yeah, like... It was like, cool. That's the thing, like, I grew up loving fashion. It wasn't something that, like just started out of, like out of nowhere and that's something that we really relate on because we actually yeah. do like genuinely have yeah. like fashion before social media even like existed. i remember like i tried to learn how to sew when i was younger that i actually didn't... knew how to sew i actually had a vintage cl- clothing company she did she did <laughs> oh my god you did yeah i was not very good at it like i could stitch a button no i wasn't either i could like put on appliques on top yeah, of yeah, yeah. my denim yeah i could do that i could do yeah. that yeah but like i couldn't like actually like do anything, anything but like i would try to do stuff like i would take old pants and i would like cut them and i would try to like use like fabric glue to like mm. glue different fabric like i was always it's interested genuine. in fashion but i kind of you know as a young arab girl i didn't know like was this something that i could retweet. actually do retweet <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely yeah like i didn't know that this like it like just, as much as you like you just said this is just my like my little side yeah it was passion. Like, yeah like, exactly like it's it not d- anything that i could ever it didn't seem realistic yeah. or attainable to me no absolutely not. and so for me to like have the opportunity to actually go was obviously just like not to be dramatic but it was a fucking dream yeah like let's call it what it was like it was a fucking dream and like sitting in these shows and like seeing the models walk down the runway wearing these pieces seeing the pieces move seeing like the fucking fabrics like seeing the designers come out and they just look so proud and so happy and like everything about it was just so exhilarating and even though it lasts for like what like 15 minutes max that's like max 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 15 minutes but like those 15 minutes like I was just so fucking into it and like I wanted to notice every detail and see every last thing and like you know as seasons went by I just started getting this like weird feeling that like it wasn't anyone else's fault but my own this is just how I personally felt I was like I feel like going to fashion week is now just like a thing to do for show and this isn't like me throwing shade at anyone Mm -hmm. who goes to fashion week that's just how I personally Mm -hmm. fucking felt and I was like I know that it's going to be cold in New York and I know that like I'm going to end up like 
buying a bunch of new shit mm-hmm. or like whatever spending a shit ton of spending money spending a Ubers. shit ton of money yeah and I was just like it's just not something that I feel like I want to invest in right now yeah. and I think that I wanted to just take a little break and I feel like sometimes a little bit of distance makes the heart go fonder makes the heart go fonder <laughs> and, it, and, and I feel like it'll give me that special feeling yeah. again so that when I and do like go perspective yeah when, like, when I do go next season like I feel like it will be a little more exciting yeah. again because I noticed that like as I started going to season after season, like I, as much as I was excited for certain shows, it wasn't like the same level of excitement. Totally. And like you sometimes fall into like the pressures of like mm-hmm. the people around you because everyone's there for a different reason and everybody has a different yeah. idea about yeah. it. And like sometimes like, oh wait, should I be like worried? Like, should I care that I'm at this party or yeah. not? Yeah. It's just a lot of confusing things, but you just have to like really understand why you're there and know like yeah. what your intentions are. Um, and like obviously like when I go to fashion week I want to wear like cool shit absolutely but like at the same time like I'm gonna keep it real like as much as I want to wear cool shit like I still wanted to always wear shit that I know that I would normally fucking yeah. wear. You know what I mean? Like, I think Fashion Week is just a place where you can, like, get away with your the most, yes. like, ridiculous outfits that you like. That you like, exactly. You have to still like it. Exactly. It still be your style. Like, I live in Florida. There's a lot of shit I can't get away with yeah. wearing. It's just, like, not weather appropriate. Yeah, mainly. and, like, when I'm just, like, on the subway, like, doing random shit, I'm not going to be wearing no. my Balenciaga shoes. No, and absolutely not. Wearing- and so it's, like an excursion where like we can like wear the fun things that we want to wear but then like you see a lot of people who are just like fucking peacocking and like whatever I guess that's your thing but like again to me it just seems like very like look at me look at me look at me take a picture like it's all about the street style and like again like don't get me wrong I love being shot and featured by street style photographers like it's exciting for me to be like when I saw that I was on fucking Vogue, like, you think yeah, that I wasn't... that was sick. And it was actually a really good photo because usually... Yes, usually the photos suck. Yeah, like, I have a lot of street style photos that, like, I don't ever want anyone same, to see. Same, Because I look like shit. Exactly. But, like, that photo was... That's a, a It was a good photo. photo. And, like, I'm on Vogue. Like, yeah. like little fashion girl Nora is fucking screaming and jumping up. And, yeah, like, like, and, like, imagine your 15-year-old self. Like, I would have never, never, yeah. never, never thought of it. So, like, there's so many things about it that are exciting. There's also just so many things about it that are fake and like superficial and draining. And, draining. Yeah. and like, I do think that like having someone like Maria to go with does keep me like super fucking grounded because her and I, I just feel like we see eye to eye like on a lot yeah. of things and like we're not like. Like, the most stress that we have is usually like, oh shit, we're running late to a show. But yeah. it's never like, oh my god, like my outfit. And yeah. I mean, okay, I feel like we're being like really like kind of shady, but like we're not really shady. No. Like, we're just like talking about like what we've learned over time. Exactly. I feel like the first few times I went to fashion week. Oh my God. I was so stressed. I was. Cause like, oh my God, we don't, even though we were having the time of our lives, but we were so much more like yeah. stressed because we were like, oh, we gotta be there on time. Yeah. Like our outfits, like we planned these for so long. Yeah. And but it was like, more stressful. like, but I feel like, like literally like whenever, you know, I come to New York and I do fashion week with Maria, like it's just always been like really fun. Chill. Yeah. And like I get to spend time with my friend. We get to do we something. We get to like support the brands that we love. Yeah. And and like it's always just fun to do things with a friend who likes the same shit as you. Totally. Which is like I feel so lucky that I have a friend. Like I love you. Like I, love I you too. like I feel so lucky I really that do. like I have a friend who like we can do these things together. We can share these experiences together because if I went alone it wouldn't be as fun. No, absolutely not. I don't oh. Like, whenever I would go to a show by myself, like, I would be like, okay, is it done yet? Like, where, know, where are you? Like, like, like yeah. where are you? Like, let's meet up afterwards. And, and that's, that's funny because, like, when you, like, this past season, obviously I live in New York, so yeah. it's kind of, I, I say it all the time, like, oh, I'm not going to do Fashion Week this season, but then it yeah. rolls around and, like, well. You might as well. You're right there. I might right as well. There. I literally live here. I'll, yeah. I'll start getting, like, some yeah. invites and, like, whatever, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, this season Nora wasn't here. 
and like my Sad other time. and actually like a lot of my friends who usually um come to fashion week like like marvel was only here for like a couple days yeah so i was doing a lot of shit on my own mm-hmm. and like it just it wasn't as fun yeah it just like it's it's still fun it's yeah because you're like you still get to see the fashion and but, it's like, still really exciting it's always nice to have someone to go grab coffee with after, yeah yeah or, like, go get food yeah or, yeah yeah chat it's like it's nice to have a fashion buddy exactly it's nice to have a fashion buddy but yeah to anyone who wants to go to fashion meet yeah do it yeah just fucking do it it's really not that hard find the pr contact send yeah. them an email you ask for request access don't be a dick about it just be be a nice person yeah be a nice person be like you know hey like i love your collection and like i would love to cover this season and i love your collection just the one collection just the one had. collection <laughs> i just love this one specific collection everything else is fucking trash um and like you know just like whatever like it's not yeah. that big like, of a deal. it's not that big of a deal totally. and like you know like don't take yourself too seriously and also you can't buy tickets i feel like everyone always thinks oh, that you yeah. can buy tickets like no, you, no you can't buy tickets. buy tickets you either have to request for an invitation or receive an invitation those are yeah. the only ways or like you can sneak in i guess if you wanted to yeah but, um, but like, don't do that not a good idea. yeah don't do that don't do that it could be really embarrassing probably yeah <laughs> super embarrassing um, um but yeah like yeah. uh do you do you have any last thoughts um well i mean we are at the 139 mark do you wow think we should just take it to two hours should we what are we going to well, talk about? Well, this is your podcast. Should we start so. singing? No. Have you ever done karaoke before? Yes. Why did you say yes? Like, yes and no? Like, I feel like I I specifically remember going yeah. to a karaoke thing, like, maybe, like, five years ago, but I don't even remember if I actually sang. I've never done karaoke before. I don't want to do karaoke. I kind of want to do karaoke. <sighs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, actually, it might be fun in Koreatown. I've heard it's really fun. Like, I've literally never done karaoke. I don't think I have a good singing voice, but I just feel like it would be, like, a fun... It would be fun. ...activity. Maybe like, just... let's do it. Yeah. We might do it. And also, I've never been to a comedy club in New York, so, like... Maybe we'll do that, too. Maybe we should do that. For I lo- sure. So, Maria and I also love to do this thing where we're like, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, oh, and yeah. we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And let me tell you guys, it is 4.45 p.m. Oh, my fuck. And all we've done today is drink lattes... And talk, and talk and then record this podcast. And then record wait, this how podcast. How is it 4.45? Because. Oh, no, nor. Oh, my God. Wait. What? We might have to cut this short because <laughs> I, have to go to the, I have to go to the UPS store. <laughs> I have to have my package and I close at 5. Okay. So. Aww. Okay. I was excited to keep rambling. No, no, no. But this is like literally the longest episode we've ever done. Oh, and should we record another episode? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Should we do an Amsterdam edition? We're going to Amsterdam Ooh, together. We yeah, just, yeah, like. We're going to celebrate my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and also, like, it's not like you're going to fucking, like, disappear after this. Like, I will. I know where you live. No, you don't know. I I know exactly. What if I just ghost you after this trip? That would be so fucked up. Where would you go? I don't know. Just, like, ghost you. Like, literally just, like, never respond. I've never been ghosted before, so I can't really. Okay. (laughs) Well, get ready. Um, That'd be so fucked up. Like, I literally am so happy that we got to record this. I'm, I'm also proud of us for even doing it because, like, usually when we say we're going to do things, we, we don't fucking do them. We never do them. Yeah. Like, we're terrible. Honestly, tr- yeah. Like, I'm very proud of us. Like, we've been wanting to, like, film a YouTube video together for, like, I don't know, like, fucking, like, three years. Oh, yeah. like, it's never, it's happening. never happening, guys. It's, never happening. it's literally never happening. Don't say, oh, please do it because we're not. It's never going to happen. No, it's never going to happen. But scene, we do one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so idea. glad that you came on the podcast. Same. And um, where could people find you online? Um, they can find me at. Maria Alia on. on Instagram. You can find me at marialia.com. Okay. 
And like on YouTube, Maria Alia, just Maria Alia. Just everywhere, Maria Alia. Just scream it into the streets. Maria, I'm just kidding. Burr, 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 burr. Oh God, Maria, I hate when you do that. I know. That's why I had to do it. Bing bong. Oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> Triggered. But, <laughs> but you can follow me uh, on my personal Instagram account. It's at Nor E. You can follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho. You can send in your questions to Arab American Psycho at Wait, Gmail. Wait, did you guys know that Nor used to have a lisp? I still have a list. But you know, it got really, it got like way better. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, thank you so much. I don't know. I kind of like having a list. I like it too. It's cute. It's super noir. Ew. <laughs> that ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> Lisp ASMR. Um, but yeah, you can send in your questions to ArabAmericanPsycho at gmail.com or you can send them via DM to the Arab American Psycho podcast Instagram account words are having trouble coming out of my mouth right now but anyways glad that we did this and um I've always tried to figure out what my sign off should be and so far it's I'll pod with you guys later oh my do you know it's crazy what I, I I usually like once you ask people like where to find them I usually turn it off so I never heard you say that fuck you Maria I'm a fake fan. fuck you okay but now I know so what should my sign off be I like that pod with <laughs> okay one okay let's do it one, two, three. Pod, Pod with you, you guys later. later. Oh my god. <laughs> no, wait, wait. We can do it. We can do okay. it. One, two. <laughs> One, two, three. Pod, Pod with, with you, you guys, guys later. later.